You don't want him to know. <laughs> Boom. And we're live, Eric Griffin. So we were talking before this podcast how you mix it up with the Android watch, but the Apple phone. It's very curious. Yeah, well, see, I used to be all Samsung. I loved the, the Android, and the watch is great. I love how it interacts. Mm-hmm. But then I get a girlfriend who has an iPhone, right. and she's like, I want to FaceTime with you. So why don't you tell her to get Skype? Yeah. <laughs> Skype app. You're married. You understand. Yeah. Like, you can't. Anyway, mm. I got I, set standards. Yeah, well, yeah. hey, I, I'm not the stand, standard the guy. Stand. Line is in the sand. <laughs> so right then right. I, but then they have like a, app, they had this app on the app, Apple now called Gear, which oh. lets you hook up your phone, but you can't really interact with it. You can't like talk or anything, but it's actually kind of nice. You just want to know stuff's going on. It's probably, yeah, we were saying it's probably better that you can't interact yeah. with it. Because Jamie was telling me that they, you could do walkie talkie with your iPhones now. Yeah, they're, it's still being announced right now, so I don't know all the details, but the Worldwide Developers Conference is going on, the WWDC, so they're announced the new operating system, the new Apple Watch, and the new all like automatic workout detection, walkie-talkie mode, and something else is going this on. It's just so. too much. I have an Apple Watch, too. I love it. You can leave it at me. At least sometimes I leave my phone. I don't bring my phone with me. Yeah? Because you can... Uh, do you feel weird when you do that? Yeah, because like here's, rebel? here's what's happening now, though. Like, okay. if I have my watch, like, so right when, when you look at your watch, what is that cue? It cues like you want to go, or you're missing out on something, or I, right. I don't have any. No, now when you do that, it's just because you're looking at a text message. So now mm. it's just as rude as yeah. It just you know, we're not. This isn't helping. No, it's not helping when I go. If, if I'm looking, you know, we're talking, and I go like this. I look down, and you think, hey, you just you have to go someplace. Like, yeah. No, no, I just got a text. It's too much, right? Yeah, I just got a tweet. I got a retweet I'm looking at, you know, that's yeah, what, what it is. Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? I now? have no idea. And you know what's really weird about all this stuff, the phones and how we talk? Everybody wants to text. Like, you know, you can't get people to call you. Right. You can't get people to, now, and now they're putting little emojis. Right. All right. And then from the emoji, now they're putting like GIFs of real people. So yeah. this is how I feel. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're going in a circle. Yeah. Because we want human interaction. We want connection. We mm-hmm. want to see people. So now we're putting, they're putting a celebrity up. Like, this is how I feel today. Why right. don't you put how you feel today? Right. Not Chris Pat Pratt. Right, like, right, right. Throwing right. a garbage can or something. Yeah, this is my mood. So right. we're, we're slowly getting back to where it's going to be, we're going to actually be talking to a real person. You think so? It's going to yeah. come all the way around? I think it's going to come all the way around. Hmm. What is this, this Jamie? This is the new thing they showed. It's uh, you're making an emoji of yourself called Memoji. They already did that with Sandra, Samsung. This is like it's working we, in. They're with ripping Apple. them off. This yeah, is what they're I'm, working together or something. This is they're what I'm saying together. though. Yeah. We're searching. We're trying to find ways to be more ourselves. You don't need an emoji of yourself. Just do oh, be so yourself. No, sorry, they're going against each other. Takes, oh, they takes on, takes on yeah, Samsung was... AR emoji. Yeah, they ripped off the idea. Fuck, cheap fucks. Taken on. Isn't that funny? Apple's like, always Apple's late. ripping people <laughs> off. No, they were first with the iPhone. The iPhone was the first of these kind of things. The first iPhone. But Androids are real close now. They're real close. I mean, it's it's yeah, but, very debatable. But everything after that, they were late. Like really? Like on an Android, you could copy and paste on an Android. Oh, you Two, could do that? three years before, you could do it. Oh, really? Or Apple. So you've always been an Android guy. Yeah, I've always been an Android guy. Just get another Android. I know. I'm Tell the, your girlfriend. I know. <laughs> I'm the man. You get an Android. You get it. Yeah. You get an Android. It, we'll it, Skype it. It'll be me giving buying her an Android. Is there anything native to Android like uh like the uh, the FaceTime thing? Is there something that's on the 
right no, away. they do. They have like they have like their own version of that. They have their own version of that, but I don't think people really use it. They have their own like Samsung video. Oh, but Samsung has one. But yeah, does yeah, like what if you have say like a Google Pixel phone? Yeah, that's they might have, but I don't think enough people have a Google Pixel phone to make that even a thing. Oh really? Yeah, I thought those were really popular. Are they? Who do you know? Name me one person you know that has a Google Damn, Pixel. That's a good call. Yeah, me. I have one. You know, you do not have a Google Pixel. I do have one. Do, but I yeah, don't use it. Yeah. Okay, so you were given a Google no, Pixel. No, I bought to... one. Why? Because I wanted to try it out. But here's what happened. Um, I couldn't get text messages to work. This is the scam. Because <laughs> you are hooked up to this. Uh, I. What are you showing me, Jamie? So they do have it. It's with the Pixel Two or something. Just, oh, maybe it's Android video calling. Yeah. yeah Google they just... simplifies Android video calling. Oh. Yeah. Oh, look at that. So does that only work with Android? Android to Android? Is yeah, that the probably. Idea? Mm, okay. I don't Hi. know why they don't just work together. Why doesn't Apple exactly. and Google just work together? Well, they don't work together with text messages. See, this is yeah, my point. It's is like really annoying. The iMessage thing is what fucked me. Because oh. everybody knew that I had a, an iPhone, so they would send me, because they have an iPhone, they would send me an iMessage. And so I was sending people text messages. They're like, I'm not getting it. I'm like, send me one. And they would send me one, and I wouldn't get it. And so then I went online and looked it up, and it said, you have to disable iMessage. Okay, so I disable iMessage. Then you have to call up. You have to actually call up someone. I'm done at that point. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. You have to call up someone and tell them to take your email address off of the iMessage <sighs> database. Okay, so I do that. And uh, I say, take this email address. Well, why are you doing that, sir? Because I switched over to uh, an Android phone that's like, pause. Like, I just fucking killed the queen. <laughs> like, this, like, come on. Like, you heard you an alarm go fuck? off? <laughs> I'm one of millions of fucking people out there. You don't know anything about me. Why do you care? Why, why would you give a fuck? If I, but they're like, they, they literally, the guy on the phone felt bad that I was switching over. So then um, it still wouldn't work. I mean, it didn't work for, i get like one out of three text messages. And it all happened while I was on vacation. I just figured, I'm going to try this phone while I'm on vacation, fuck around, but you can't. They, no. they got you roped in with that goddamn, that iMessage shit. No, yeah, that's their Apple's thing. Yeah, because They make it free message. no matter where you are in the world mm. and all that. I mean, yeah. a lot of people have Apple. A lot of, I think Samsung has taken over in terms of like for Android, you know. Yeah. I love, I love the Samsung phones. They I mean, make just, good phones. They make great phones. The difference so. between the Androids, though, is that Samsung does not update their software very often. They're up to, they update security patches. Because they don't need to. But Google Pixel phones get the latest software right when it gets released. And so like when Oreo comes out and 8. Point one, all these different uh, operating systems come out. They're better, supposedly. Yeah, for like for how long? A week? I mean, what, no, it takes a long time before they come out on Sam on Samsung phones. Long time, like six months sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, it takes a long time. Well, there you go. You yeah, heard, you heard the break, breaking news right here. Yeah. Well, then maybe that's what the problem was. Yeah, but it also Samsung puts their own shit over Android. And yeah, the, the yeah. real Android dorks want pure Android. <laughs> And pure Android, you really only get with the Pixel. Unless you can, are you, do you know about, how do you do, like, can you hack them? You can hack them, right? Where yeah, you can you like, like, like how you use, what do they call it? Like you them? jailbreak your yeah, uh, iPhone, iPhone and all that kind of stuff. They've made that just common now. I yeah. Because it used to be like they, they, they would lock it down where, like, let's say you had Verizon. So you could only use this phone on Verizon right. with Verizon stuff, yeah. and then you would jailbreak it, and you could like open it up to like all these other types of apps. Yeah. It's just if they would stop being greedy, greedy. fucks. 
Just stop being so greedy. Let me use my phone however I want. Yeah. I'm still going to be on your system. I'm still paying your, you know, $200 a month for your stupid phone uh, service. And, yeah. and, but you, I can't do a little, a little extra. A little extra. Just a little extra. Just a little extra. Don't get me started on this. I'm getting you started. I know. I just motherfuckers. <laughs> I can't believe the shit we have to deal with, Eric Griffin. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it is weird, though, man. It's like, it's weird there's only two. That's also weird. There's only like two operating systems, and they're that's competing how we, side to side. But that's how we are in our country. We can only, we can, Republican or Democrat, yeah. Apple or well, Android. Had, do you remember Windows Phone? Windows Phone wasn't bad. Yep. Yeah. Was it? It wasn't that bad. I had a friend who had a Windows phone. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It had tiles. It was like Windows 10. You know how Windows 10 looks with tiles? <laughs> it's, it's, that's like I came and went. Nobody cares about came that. Came and went. Look at you. Yeah. It's just like, I, I, can't, I can't deal with. <laughs> I don't want to hear what you Everybody's trying to get into the phone game. <laughs> right. It's like, but it's, not, what's no, crazy is how many people have Windows computers? It's amazing that Windows had a phone and people are like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they know all the problems they have with their, with their computer. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, I'm, I stopped. I can't even remember the last time I had a Windows computer. I strictly went Apple because it's just so easy to use. Right, and it's still not easy to use. You know what's not easy though? Um, Apple does not have good keyboards. Like if you have a, a desktop keyboard at home and you can add a second keyboard, you know, like buy a mechanical keyboard. Oh, right. But if right, you're right. a writer, if you like to write. The the problem with Apple keyboards is there's no key travel. It's very very shallow, so it's like a, just a tiny movement. Click 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 click. What I use is I use a ThinkPad, and then one of the reasons why I use a ThinkPad is there's like travel to these keys. Oh, like this these keys have motion to them. Okay, like if you you're just you're old school. Yeah, well the thing is you feel where the keys are. You feel like so as you're typing, I can just look at the screen and I don't, I don't have to look down at the keyboard. And they depress with your fingers, like you, f you have there's motion to it, so there's no accidental pressing of the keys. Did you take typing in high school? Yes, yeah. I don't remember any of it though. Yeah, no. me too. My, I, my high school year was the last year that they had typing at my school. Really? Yeah, I remember. The I, last year. They, they, that's, they were saying, like, this is no longer because they, they had a computer class that they were starting. I just thought, damn, like I look back on this things and I just go, wow, the, the, how times have changed. Our generation is this like generation that is like, we went through the first of all of these things. I had a Commodore 64. Did you? I, yes. I remember the first Apple laptop. Mm. I, remember, I remember like when game systems changed and color TV and call waiting and uh, like all the things that we were, you know. They're answering machines. Answering machines. And then, no, then no more answering machines. And Yeah, can you even buy an answering machine today? 976 numbers and, you know, like all, all of that stuff was like. Your sex lines? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could call like, oh, God, I got in trouble one time. Like, thank God I was calling a Christmas. <laughs> I was going to call the Christmas one first, and then I was going to call a sex one. And then I called the Christmas one first, and then my mom picks up the other line. And I hang up, and then my mom's like, Eric, are you talking to Santa Claus? <laughs> Oh shit! How old were you at the time? I was like, like I don't know, like thirteen or something ah. like that. You know, like just getting into your, you know. So like, even just even how we find porn is different now. Like, yeah, you know. So like, when I'm like, I'm thinking about you like, talking about this keyboard. It still has a little bit of old school to it. It has an old school feel to what you're saying. You know, you still have a. Anytime somebody's using Windows, I know it's like, oh, they're they're connected to the past still. 
Well, I just switched over to it recently when I, I fucked around with a ThinkPad one day, and I was like, wow, this keyboard is so much better. Because I have a, a MacBook, too, one of them new MacBook Pros. Oh, you, just, the, you just can't handle it. It's just key, not yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. It's just not a good keyboard. It's yeah. shit. It's, it's not just bad. It's shit. <laughs> it's shit. And there's no options. Like, if you want a laptop, they don't give you options to, for keyboards. Yeah, you can't customize the... Yeah, no, and you can't get, get a different one. Like, if you want Windows, you can get an Asus. You can get a, a yeah, Lenovo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get... You, there's a shit ton. You can get a Dell. With your, with your desktop, though, I have an iMac. Yes. You, can, you can hook up. Sure. You know. Yeah, with a desktop. But the yeah. problem is, most of my shit, I go on the... Oh, third class action lawsuit over MacBook Pro keyboard alleges fraudulent concealment. This guy's a research king right here. Yeah, but see, but look at that keyboard. Look how fucking yeah, shallow those keys yeah. are. That's bullshit. Well, it's to keep it thin, man. But it doesn't matter. That's bad for a writer. If you're a writer, that's a shitty design. Remember how thick they Yeah, but make it a little thicker. Jesus Christ, who gives a fuck if it's an extra half a millimeter if it, you have good keyboard feel? I mean, it depends on what you're doing. If you're the type of person who just writes an email every now and then, but I fucking write. I need a keyboard. I feel you, I man. I need it, so I and switched. that could take a beating, too. Yeah, I still fuck around with that when I, you know, I still have it, so I fuck around with that if I if I travel, if I go online, if I'm just, just web surfing, it's fine for that. Mm -hmm. But it sucks a fat one See, when it deals with, why'd oh, you get a text message? Yeah, I'm already getting, like, you know, messages about this, you know what I mean? It's just coming to the phone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my phone's gonna, like, the, the only time my phone has blown up like this before is when uh, Justin Bieber posted a picture with him. Uh, with and you? Him. Yeah, on, on his uh, Instagram, and then my phone was shaking, shaking for, for, for a month straight. Like, from if, the like notifications? If I, I, I turn on the notification, I say, you guys, nobody believe me. Let me turn on their notifications. And I put it down like this, and it's just, like, I'm talking about that. Thousands of notifications. That guy, could, that guy could topple a government if he really wanted to, like, if he got political. Right. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're dealing with with Trump, a famous person who becomes the president. I mean, this little kid is only 24, right? What the fuck happened? Is he, even, is he even 24? Yeah, he just turned 24, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jamie's hating. Jamie's hating. No, he's not. He's actually a good kid. You know, he really is. If I gave you a, <laughs> if I gave you $100 million and no parental supervision, you'd do some dumb shit, too. You'd do way worse. Yeah, I would. I, 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 listen, right now, I would do a lot of dumb shit if you gave me $100 million. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. Out know? of nowhere. Yeah. He's yeah. done well. For, for the, what he is, you know, the kind of fame that that guy possesses. <laughs> He's off the charts famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but but then so was so was Trump. Trump was super yeah. famous. Super, super famous. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is why we can't get rid of the electoral college, though, by the way. Not to get political, but... It does know, help, but, you, I mean, did he rigged that. I mean, but he you didn't, can't didn't have, rig it, but played the game well, I But you can't say. have a popularity contest. But it is a popularity contest, no matter what, even with the electoral college. You just have to be popular in Iowa. Popular in Ohio and know how to do that. Just go over there and talk about Muslims. Shake know, your fist. Why don't we? I don't. I still don't understand why we don't just have online voting, voting. Absolutely. or like or like or, or with your phone. Like you have to have a phone Preach. and then you register your phone so that yeah. IMIE number that your phone has is is, is strictly for you. Yeah. You, they they already have uh, what do you call it? Like facial recognition software. Uh, you could you know, their yeah. phones have fingerprint. Yeah. So there's like three different ways to like register, mm -hmm. and then you'll get everyone's vote. I always say vote should be like the Columbia DVD house. Remember Columbia DVDs? Oh, they would just they, they would just send them, just giving it to you, you know, for free. So you you're, you're so if you're a Republican. Right? Yeah. Then, then your vote goes to the Republican until you go, I don't want this Republican. <laughs> I wonder what the numbers of people that, if people don't know what we're talking about with Columbia DVD because we're old, 
but back in the day, you would sign up for like cassette tapes. Yes. And they would send you a bunch of cassettes, like you'd pick. It was like, like a book what club you like? too. Book yeah. club. Yeah, that too. But they would send them to you, but it was only like a dollar, and you would get like fifteen cassettes. You know, yeah. you get like Aerosmith and. Is it still they still got it. Yeah, it's still on. Get but, the fuck out of no, here. No, but check it out. They finally made it so they don't just send it automatically because people were people were quitting the service. Yeah. But they would just send you. So you would pay and you had like, say, three days. And if you if you didn't send it back, they would charge you to nine dollars. Right. So that's what I'm saying about voting. This is how we should vote. Thirty five dollars. Like, like that should, page right there he's showing us should be like all your candidates for Democrat. And if you don't, Wait a you have three days to pick. And if you don't pick, your vote goes to them. That's how Sh they should do it. Show me what you just showed me. What are you doing? What did you show me? Clicked on the details. What does it say? It says it's thirty-five dollars for like two, or something like that. Okay, free shipping is only eligible for orders of two or more DVDs with a subtotal of thirty-five dollars. Oh, okay. Pre-orders are not eligible for free shipping. I don't know. Okay, so they say it's free shipping, but it's not free shipping. Is that what they're doing? And they say it's nine ninety five each, but free but shipping that's on more than thirty five dollars. Look at that. Free shipping on two plus DVDs, but the DVDs are nine ninety five. So yeah. two plus is what? Four because it has to be more than thirty five dollars. You fucking crooks. They're all crooks. The record companies are so gross. Dude, I've been talking to people. I had Steven Tyler in here was explaining what happens now with streaming services. And that was great, by the way. Oh, thank you. He's great, right? Yes. He's, uh, he's a uh, trip. Fasc fascinating. Fascinating. I mean, you want to yes. talk about a guy who's seen it all. I'm never surprised when a, someone like that, with that type of personality, I'm not surprised that you see the kind of life and career he's had. Yeah. Those people aren't, they're, not, they're a, a, a notch above the norm. Yeah, he's definitely a notch above the norm. He's super sweet guy, too. Yeah. Nice to everybody. Just... Oh, hugging everybody and real well, he's friendly. He's already had his time of being like. Yeah, I'm sure there was a time in his well, life a where dick. he was a super dick. <laughs> you think so? Oh, come on, dude. Some guys you don't hang get that, that famous. You don't get that famous at, at the time when people are treating you like just a god. You mm. know, everywhere he went. I mean, he, the rock star. I bet that was some the people. pinnacle. Rock star, right? A list, uh, A list actor, professional athlete. That, that's the order. But do you think they have to be dicks? No, no, no. Or do you think they become dicks just because? Here's my theory about that, is that the, the fame, that level of fame is overwhelming. Yes. People grabbing at you all the time, so you just develop this dicky thing just to keep people the fuck away from you. Yes. Like, if you get to that, I would imagine, like, that Michael Jordan or uh, even Bieber. I mean, yeah. that, there's a level where you can't go anywhere. Listen, I've been, I've been around Bieber. Yeah, what's he, it like? He's not on, I don't, he's never alone. He's Ever. always got somebody there. Right. I don't think he trusts anyone. And that level of fame where you're just also used to, you know, hey, get me a water. Uh, get the car. Right. I want to go here. I wanna, when you get used to that becomes normal. Just telling people. Just telling people what to do becomes normal. <laughs> Listen, dude, I was at a, I was at a, a party, and he was, he was there, and he's, he's, like, playing his music for his new album. And he just looks at me, and he says, hey, can you give me a, can you give me a vodka? He says, give me a vodka thing. And then I went. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> like a, I, I was so mad at myself <laughs> because I'm over here like, oh, I got to get vodka. Uh, you know, I'm yeah. Excuse me. Justin needs a vodka. Just gotta, get, everybody got the way. I got to get this vodka this for Justin. Real time. Yeah. And then I, when I gave it to him, I thought I should have said no. I, th I, yeah. I, I just, just thought, said, bitch, get your own vodka. Get your own fucking vodka. I'm 40 some years old. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> are you, you doing? Are. Playing you know, piano? You know, at, fuck same, out of here. Dude, same thing. I was at the <laughs> Laugh Factory and he was there. He was watching. And then Scooter, who's a buddy of mine, Scooter Braun, you know, Scooter comes down. 
You know, and he says, hey, yeah, Erica, Justin would like to see you. And I and I at first I was like, you, well, you, you don't you summon to walk. Wait, you don't <laughs> summon me. <laughs> but of course, I was like, all right, let's go. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I went and then like, and then I saw him too, and I was like, I realized like, because uh, I'm a, I'm a nerd this way. I mean, I like I'm a fan of all types of music, so I'm, I think the kid's dynamic. I think he's very talented. I, I don't think it's a surprise that he's this famous. Right. You know what I mean? People get on him. You know, just by the way, in defense of Bieber, real fast, you can't tell somebody they're great. Since they're eight years old, right? You can't. Eight years old, you're great. You're great. And when he's nine, you're great. When he's yeah. ten, you're great. When he's eleven, you're great. Think about that. Then at thirteen is probably when he first went. Well, am I? Yeah, but, you know. And then fifteen, he was like, I'm not great. I am great. At eighteen, I'm fucking great. Now and then, when when he finally says it, then that's when everybody goes, Whoa, bro. Tone it down. It's too late. The monster's already been let loose. Well, he's already mature, right? He's already become a, an actual adult. And he probably has no cum left in his body <laughs> at any given time. He's just... He's shooting I, loads dude, all day long. It's I, just recovery time for him. He's got... If he tweeted, I need some pussy tonight. Oh, it, out of control. It would be like American Idol auditions. It would be crazier than that. Be, have you seen that uh, Guatemalan volcano eruption? <laughs> Have you seen that? Where people are running yeah. from the smog? It's fucking crazy. It would be girls, guys. Yeah. It wouldn't it, even just be, you know? It would be, be you know? like that much pussy coming down the mountain headed towards you. It's, it's, that Guatemala eruption is fucking scary, man. There's nothing like that in, in comedy other than no. Chris D'Elia. Yeah, he's close. He's close. But even that, look you at know? this, Guatemala. Most violent eruption in more than 100 years. 25 people already dead. Oh, just, I think it just happened yesterday. It's fucking crazy, man. The Dozens earth, the, of people the, have died after erupted. Yeah, Sunday. The Earth is getting back at us, dude. That's two, right? Hawaii and this one. I mean, mm. we gotta be real fucking careful. I'm surprised New Zealand hasn't had a couple of eruptions. Oh, do they have like a live volcano in New Zealand? I just know they. I think I. I can you double, double check, fact check this? But I think New Zealand has the most volcanoes in the world. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, well, I was just there. God, you know, you go on one of those that? tours, and they're like, you know, what'd you do over there? Well, I went to the Cook Islands. Ooh, Captain Cook Islands? Yeah, the Cook Islands, man. Where the it's, pirates showed up? Yeah, beautiful vacation. And and there's no Americans, which is what I love. You know, I can't get I can't stand going someplace and it's just all American. Like I don't go right. to Ensenada and you know What's you Ensenada, might go Mexico? to Venice Beach, you know. Right, right. I, I don't right. want to be around like the same That's time. how Maui is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like going to Hawaii. Maui is basically Beverly Hills. Spe yeah. Beverly Hills got with in water. A jet. Yeah. Volcano map of New Zealand. Jesus Christ. Yeah, see? Oh, his fucking volcano. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 volcanoes. Is that right? Yeah, look, you can't lie on this show because this guy's going to fact check you right away. 13. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, this is gonna... that is insane. But I'm telling you right now, beautiful vacation. Oh, I bet. I didn't like actually like New Zealand like I went to Uckland. I thought I'm driving around downtown L.A. Oh, or like Seattle like or something. I didn't like the city. I'm not a city guy. I like this kind of shit. I like outdoors, nature, beaches. Yeah, well, the nature there is stunning. I want to look out my the hotel window and or the the sliding door, and like there's sand. 
and then right. like the water's like right there. Or mountains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something. Rainforest. Yeah. Something, something. Something. Something that's different from this urban jungle that we live in all the time. You ever been to Costa Rica? I have been to. Oh God! Just oh. went to Costa Rica with my girlfriend. Uh, we just started to get together, and it, it was it was good. Just and bad. started to get together. You yeah, took we were to Costa Rica. Yeah. That's well, I mean, we were. Move, I mean, sir. it was. It was. It was too soon. Bold <laughs> move, sir. How long were you guys dating? It was too. It was too soon. I thought maybe we like four or five months. You know, but it was like Christmas time, and I'm, I'm with her. I'm like, let me make this special so we go to costa rica you know i do it up and she went christian with you not the family yeah well she's jewish so uh, oh there you go yeah there so, you, go. you know they're they're all monsters <laughs> how dare you you gotta Only be careful kidding. with that kind of talk in this day and age people are there get, it is that's people it are that's getting my after people. career is over no i'm just teasing my girl's my girlfriend's jewish she's beautiful family so uh she was like well, i don't care about christmas anyway so let's right. go Bam. but i don't go see my mom who moved to uh my parents just moved to malaga where's that in spain Oh, they geez. moved to like the, the southern tip of Spain. You know, they, they went on a cruise one day, they stopped in Malaga, and then my mom's like, "We got to come back here." Cost of living is so low; like they're living like kings over there, like a, a great two bedroom condo with like a Malibu type view, six hundred euro a month. What? Yeah, dude, it's. Uh, I'm telling you right That's now, crazy. you got to look up the cost of living in Spain. It's crazy. A lot of people from Britain they they retire in Spain because their money goes a lot further. Oh, I've heard that. I've heard that people go there to avoid taxes from France. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. So I take. So we go to Costa Rica, and it was fine. It was great. It was one of these resorts where like you could get room service 24 hours. Right. Order what you want. It's all covered in the thing. But I got sick, Joe. Oh no. I and I knew it was diarrhea sick or what kind of sick. It was every hole in my body. <sighs> something was coming out of it. Oof. Okay. And then I was tropical. You know, I was in bed. I was telling her. I said I don't. I don't feel good. And I made. And then as a comic, you know, I'm making. A, I made a joke at her that she didn't appreciate. She was mad at me about this joke. So and I'm also telling her like, look, I'm. I'm, fe- I'm feeling well. And then it happened. I get up and I I have to vomit, and then I, there was nothing. I vomit in my hands. Oh. I run to the bathroom, and then and then it's just like it's coming out of both holes, ah. like just you know. It, and this is going on for all night. I'm just I'm I'm dead. And the way she was acting, oh my god, she, how was she acting? She was like, "You're ruining the trip." Whoa! <laughs> so at the time, ooh. I was like, "Ooh," but we weren't as close as we are now. We've we've since resolved the issue. And, but at the time, I was like, I can't be with somebody Selfish. that's not going to look. Right? She ordered room service while, while I was, was sick, while bro. Was sick. Wow. <laughs> she was already writing it off. Yeah, so yeah. She's like, one. well, I'm going to go ahead and get I'm going to have a fucking cheeseburger. And then that was making me more <laughs> sick, the food smell. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm outside. <laughs> but then she was like, I was mad at you for your jokes. And like, you know, and she, I, always, I always tell her, she goes, she said to me one day, you know, my brothers, they used to tease me all the time when I was growing up. And I said, then why'd you get with a comic? Yeah. Something's going on. You know how we say we get with our mother, you know, or, 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 you know, whatever, mm. whatever the qualities are. So right. I think whatever, whatever you're close to in your life. Those so she's accustomed to people giving her a hard time. Giving her a hard time. Even though she didn't like it, she, yeah. she went with you. So I'm, 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 we're trying to balance it out. You know, this got to be compromised. You got to meet, you know what I mean? If the she's here and you're here, you got to go like this. thing ever is when you just start dating someone and you go on a vacation with them and it goes sour. And you're stuck with them for like five days in some spot. And, and it <sighs> usually happens, by the way, on the plane ride over. Oh, There's something oh, that happens oh, oh, on the plane oh, oh. where you're like, oh, I don't like you. And we're going to be on this plane for yeah. six more hours. 
And then you know you're going to get to this hotel. I mean, that's why you have to be compatible with somebody before yeah. you travel. Make like sure. Way compatible. Oh, yeah. Like you have way. to make sure. Like, th- even yeah. things like I, like I want to go out and do things. Maybe right. if you're an outdoorsy person and you want to, like, leave the hotel. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're a person that, like, wants to take advantage of everything in the hotel. Or you're on vacation and you want to chill. That has to be established. Or you're going to be in a situation where you're like, what are we still doing in the hotel? Right. Or, or the other person's like, I don't want to go. Right. Why are we going out? I like margaritas I like- the beach. <laughs> right. I just want to drink margaritas so. and then fall asleep and hear the waves. We survived, though. Uh, we survived it. You know, we, we, she made you change your phone, though. It's kind of fucked up. I know. Well, that was the compromise. Soon as it's over, bro. <laughs> Soon as it's back over. Back to Samsung. Right back, back to Sam. <laughs> aren't you? I'm going to be the Android. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be over. We're coming up on a year. Ooh, shit. Yeah, we're coming God up on a year. Damn. I, but I hear serious. people. You know what it is? It's you, people like you. It's your fucking fault. It can work. You're on stage talking about your great family and, and just so how you, you want a family. And how you deal with it. Yeah, you think about these things, man. How, how old do you know? I'm 46. So you're thinking about shooting live ones in there? Making, I'm, making I'm thinking about like, you know what, maybe it's time. You know what it is? It's like once I, I've, I'm not super successful, but I've enjoyed my career. And right. now I'm like, oh, I enjoy this. I want to share this with someone that really cares about me. And, I, and one thing I'll say for her, she, she, I feel the love. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, I really do feel the love. She's a very loving woman, uh, very beautiful. And so she got used to you after a while and understands your yeah. jokingness and right, right. appreciates you, I'm knows a, you're a good guy. I'll tell you something that she did. That This is why we've been talking about her right now. Something that she moved me, Joe. Aww. The other day, we were having a, like a little fight. A little fight? A little fight. Right. And then it was obviously I was like, we're not communicating, I told her. You know what she did? She downloaded Communicating With Your Man audiobook. And she and we sat and listened to it together, Ooh. and it was like that's where I quit. I'm but, out. But check it. Check this. <laughs> no, but check this. I changed my phone number. Throw my it, phone in the it ocean. It was like it was like it was like the the guy that wrote the book was talking about her. Really. <laughs> That was the best part about it. He was like, it would be like something like, you know, you know what you shouldn't do with your man is don't have a, a look on your face of disgust when, you, when you're mad. It was like all these things. And then, and then there was one moment where I'm going like this. I had my hands in the air. And it was like, if your man's body language, if he has his hands in the air, uh, that's your time to back off. And right. I was like, this, did you date this guy? Because he's talking about you right now. You know what I mean? But I thought that the gesture of being like, hey, I need to improve. I need to like change how I feel or, or like, you know, maybe look at self, self-reflect. The, yeah. that, that act of that self-reflection with her, that, that was, that speak, speak volumes for her and her character. And it really mm. made me go, okay, you really want to, you want to make this work. And That's I'm, awesome. Yeah. So I said, okay, I want to make it work how too. How old is she? 29. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's at that age. I should not have said that. No, I, it's I'm a good age. I'm going to so much trouble. Why? You're not supposed to tell. Ages? I'm not supposed to tell her. Like she, she want. Oh God. Well, the cat's out the bag now. So fuck <laughs> it, right? <laughs> you didn't say her name. Uh, no, right. You can just go to my Instagram. Ah, You're gonna see. Shit. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's I'm a in good trouble. age. I, she's a I young said. lady. What's yeah, the I know. I know. But she that's like part it? of the problem. You know what I mean? But no. But she no. Because she she w- doesn't want people to know. Right. So I she wants it. she wants people to know. She thinks she's 23. So oh. I so I said, hey. That that makes me look like a creeper. A creeper. Yeah. Even the even this age difference is a little iffy, right? <laughs> so like it's weird how we just make rules as to how old someone can be to be with someone else, but it changes after a while, right? Like once you get like if the dude is like 
90 and the woman's 50, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. Whatever. No, no, 40, I, no, no. What I, I, I always say, to me, it's like, it's got to be 30. Like, you know, like she's at the cusp of it. I think like, uh-huh. I think once a woman gets to like 28, 29, 30 in that age range, then this, the other part, it doesn't matter. It's depending on what they got going on in their life. But right. age, it, it's not about the age. It's about experience level. It's about where are you in your life. So the one, one thing I struggle with is that, like, look, I'm knee deep in my career. But mm. I remember what, when I was 30. I wasn't doing this. I was. Right. I just started. You were hustling. I was hustling at. Th- so I go. I have to remember that that this is her hustle years. So you started doing stand up at thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, took a. That's, I, that's a late start, right? I started. I went to a comedy class when I was in my early twenties because my mom's one of these supportive women. I said, "Hey, mom, I think I want to be a comedian." Next day, I'm signed up at the at, at UCLA Extension. You know, and I, and I, with a notebook and like, she's like, here's really? a notebook. Yeah, yeah, that's all my mom. If I said I want to be a rock, amazing. if I said I want to be a rock climber, my mom was like, okay, she go, she would have bought ropes and like hooked me up with the, cause she wanted me out of the fucking house. You know, right, <laughs> she right. wanted me like when I was young, you know. Uh, so I went to the class taught by Sandy Shore. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I thought I thought this is gonna be it. Her Missy mom, Shore's her, daughter. Her, her mom owns the comedy store. I'm gonna make it. You How know? bad was the advice? Div. <laughs> Look at you! Wow, <laughs> this 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 motherfucker right here, boy. <laughs> Woo! Joe Rogan trying to start shit. Excuse me, how good was the advice? <laughs> I wasn't good. I, Come I, on, I misspoke. Can I, can I tell you this? This yes. is a, I really I I I need it, I I suggest to anyone if you want to be a comic, go to one comedy class just for the comfort of the environment and the support. Right. Go to one comedy class, but after that, you got to get out there to the open mics and you got to yeah. do it on your own. But I suggest. One comedy class. All There's right? nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong class. with it. So I, I went and I loved that. And then, the, the, by the way, the uh, the uh, showcase for the the graduation was at the comedy store in the OR. Mm. So the first time I ever did stand up comedy was in the OR at the comedy store. Damn. You know what and year was this? It was like ninety something, man. It was like wow. ninety two, ninety three, and uh, I, you know what I remember specifically? It was like after our show, they just rolled into the OR show. First guy on stage, Carlos Mencia. Wow. And he goes on. And at the time, he was like, you know, Taco Bell. And, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Just at that time, he was like. (laughs) Just that phrase. At the time, he was like, Taco Bell. (laughs) You know. That is fucking hilarious. And I remember watching him. And at the time, at the time, I remember watching him thinking, I think I can do this. You know. Because I had a great set. Mm-hmm. I had a great first set, you know. You know how that goes. It's supportive people in the crowd, and I'm, you know, I have my my funny hacky jokes that I was doing at the time. Just my new, what I thought was new. I even remember one of my jokes was like, I, I was like, how come you can't recognize Superman? And then I would take my glasses off, you know, like <laughs> I'd be like, look, I'm Clark Kent. Take him off, Superman. You know, that was like I thought right. that was hilarious at the time. Um, no black people on Jeopardy. That was another one of my jokes. That's a good one. Yeah. So I had like, you know, I had black categories on Jeopardy already, you know, blind singers, barbecue holidays. You know, I had, (laughs) I was killing back then with that shit, man. So I Isn't it brutal though when you go to a real show with that shit and you just, it's crickets, (laughs) but you're like, but an open mic night, it's weird, right? Like there's open mic night material where it does okay on open mic nights. And you're like, this is some good material. I just got to develop it. I don't even think it's even open mic. I think even worse is doing it in front of a crowd. You know, this is what happens to get, we're getting sidetracked, but I love it. You know, when you, when you go into middle America, when you first were coming up and you were still a major headliner and then like the local guy will be there. Right. That local guy is now going to be on <clears throat> Joe Rogan's show in Iowa and he's going to be performing in front of two or 300 people. Right. That type of hacky material is going to kill with those people. 
Then, then that person now thinks that this is how you do it, and they bring that to L.A. and New York. Mm. And then they're like, uh, how come this isn't working? And then they're seeing like a thousand other comics doing, you know, talking about the same subjects, and then they don't realize how they have to find some originality in what they're doing. Yeah. And that's the hard part. That's the hard part. We, there's not a lot of subjects to talk about. You know, you're not the first comic to get married and have daughters. Right. But this experience that you had is, is, is personal to you. And conveying that is the hard part. Right. You know, and so people kind of go just surface with their material. It's hard to delve deeper. You know, right. it's hard. It's hard to have the confidence to drag a subject out too. Like when you first start out, like you, your premises are so short, and then you go from one short mm-hmm. premise to another short premise, and then it becomes a, it becomes a bit, mm. and the bit becomes, a, you know, a, a set. And then now you're talking about. I often tell comics like that that it's like music. You know, if you heard a, if you heard like a Neptune's beat, you could hear it from a mile away. You can know when you hear it, you go, oh, I bet you the Neptunes uh, produced that track or, or premiere, you know, the DJ premiere. Right. He would produce a beat and you'd be like, oh, that's a premiere beat. Your comic, your comedy is the same way. When you're working on things, you work on it in your way that if you looked at all your material, you might now see the common thread and that's how you put together an act. Right. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. That's how you're able to talk about a subject for so long because we've now woven together these thoughts that we don't think are connected. But when we look at them, we go, oh, which I'm actually this subject actually flows into this and it connects very nicely. So that that's what was uh, going on. So I'm watching again. I'm watching Mencia at the time. I'm just young kid. I don't know what to do next. I just had a great set. I thought. And now I'm looking at these professionals, and I saw him and see it. And at that particular time, I was like, I saw him, and when he talked about Taco Bell and stuff, I thought, you know, I think I could do this, you know? And then he brought up Chris Tucker. And, and Chris Tucker went on stage, and I was thought to myself, I don't think I could do this. Just the way he was so, like, with his voice, man, you know, just a, just a Chris Tucker was on fire back then. Yeah, just a, his whole persona, and I thought I didn't know, and I didn't know what to do. So I floundered around. I did open mics. So you got nervous when you saw Chris Tucker? Yes, I did. He was so powerful. It was just so. It was something special about what he was doing, and mm. I just thought I don't know if I don't. I just was. I didn't have it at that time, man. I was so just nervous and scared and arrogant too, because I was a funny guy. So then I would go to open mics. And then the same people doing the same shit over and over and over again. Then I wouldn't go to another open mic for another four weeks. And then I see the same people and I thought, well, how do you get from here? How do you get on the, you know, this? No, I didn't know. There was no mentors. Right. There was no people going like, let me help you with this. You know, you couldn't even talk to someone like of your stature at all. Like, you know, at the time you couldn't just be some open micer. And by the way, they shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you went to the comedy store and some dude comes up to you. You're just kind of like, what do you want to talk to me about right now, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just, you just started. Get, I always approach, I think, especially when they work there as door guys, I feel like everybody's just a comic. That's different. That's different. But, like, there is a sort of, but even still, like, it's like, <clears throat> I don't know if it's such so appropriate for a door guy to come up to you and be like, yo, can I open for you at Irvine? You know, dude, I don't, some guy just did that the other day. It, Bitch, I don't know yeah, you. I don't know you at all. <laughs> I, no, I, I have friends. But by the way, me. I used to do that. They Did still, you? Yeah, I used to do that. I remember, uh, John, you know Johnny Sanchez? Sure. First was coming up. I went to John. I was like, Johnny, let me open for you. I'm a juggernaut. 
Is that what you said? I told him I was a juggernaut. <laughs> I said, I'm trying to bury these headliners, man. That's what, what I was trying to. I, I thought, that's I thought, what you told him? Yeah, that's what you thought you were, you were supposed to do. I was Did like, check oh. his watch? Oh, look at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he's teased me ever since. This is 20, you know, 15 years later, he's still teasing <laughs> me about it. But, um, you know, so I, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, right. I, I didn't know how to. Uh, well, you, what are you supposed to do, man? Well, I'm, there's no clear path. It's not like being no, a doctor. There's no right or wrong right. way either. Yeah. You know, I didn't know. That's true too. Especially, yeah. I grew up in L.A. I was born and raised in L.A. So I'm in L.A. trying to get on a stage where I go to the laugh. Like I was telling you earlier, I, I, I saw you at the Laugh Factory with hair, you know, and just like, uh, man, you were on stage. Like, I'm not like you were just giving it. You, you, there's a certain energy you had about what you were talking about that I was like, damn, what happened to this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I remember the first thought, I was like, man, some woman hurt him. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Or something. Something, something happened. And I thought, I don't know if I've tapped into that yet, I mm. thought at the time. I don't know if I've tapped into that. So it took a long time for me to realize, oh, no, this is what I want to do. And like, right. I was, I was well, 30. Well, everybody's different. You know, like some know. people go up there and they're excited and angry about shit. And some people go up there and they're... Mellow, and that's the funny part. I wish I knew what it is. Slow, there's no slow punchlines, you know. But but even if you like Segura, perfect example, just could tell a story that have you captivated. Yeah, there's no anger. Yeah, there's no, no like screaming emotions. Segura's just chilled out. But don't you find yourself? Have you ever gone gone up in a bit because you have a way of performing, like you know, you have a you, you know, it's gel mode, you know, you're on there. It's going to be powerful, and you're, going to, you're like really – and then have you ever just gone on and kind of like not done it that way? But then now you get laughs at a completely different point in your set? With the new material, for sure. Yeah, because you're trying to find the you – Yeah, know. you're trying to find the beats. I, 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 I set material up to fail sometimes. Like I'll go into a bit slower, mm-hmm. and I'll go into a bit more casual and try to ramp it up rather than like try to make it – like sometimes when you get a new bit, especially when you first start out, you're like, this bit is shaky. Let me just get it out of the gate with a lot of momentum so that I can kind of coast with it. But uh, sometimes I'll, I'll say, all right, well, this bit might be all just bullshit. Or what Tom calls, Tom's a girl calls them dance moves. <laughs> yeah, I used to call it English, English on the cue ball. <clears throat> because sometimes you're just, you're hamming it up. But you're the doing that, I know exactly what you're yeah. saying. You're doing that thing that you do that no makes people laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you're really difficult. Jazzing it up. It's really difficult for me because I'm just a funny looking guy, you know? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I accept it, you know? Right? I'm, not, I'm not a looker, you know what I mean? I, I'm cute, you know what I'm saying? You're a handsome fella, and I <laughs> I'm like a handsome mustache. guy. Yeah, I, I, the mustache I know, works with you. I know my qualities, right? right? But I know that, like, that I could do a thing that they're, they're going to, are they laughing at what I'm talking about? Like, are they right. with me emotionally? Are they with me intellectually? Or right. are they just going like, ah, oh, this guy's funny. Right. And it's it's hard to recognize that. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, what do you want from them? Do yes. you want to connect with them? Do you want them to laugh? Do you want both? Do you, do you want them to appreciate you? They just, you just want them to have a good time? Or do you even want them to laugh at how you are connected to what you're talking about? Hmm. Cause that's different too. Yeah. Like if you're a political comic, people might laugh that like how passionate you are about being a libertarian or how passionate you are about, you know, being an atheist. Right. Maybe they don't agree with you or maybe they do agree with you, but they just, they're laughing at how you are connected to what you're saying. And I think that that's another element. That's a, that's a whole other thing. You know, yeah. I, I look at all my friends that, you know, we have, we have a lot of peers our friends that we just go, I like they all have something different yeah. in that way. Yep. You know, and it's, ama- it's, an, it's an amazing thing to watch. 
It's a crazy art form because nobody could tell you how to do it. It's not like any other art form. Yeah, it really. Uh, you know, like if you went into music, or I went into music, like we could, be, like you could be in a rock band, or you could be in a blues band, or you could like country music, and everybody it would be clearly defined. Yeah. But you just do stand up. Yeah. It's just stand up. I mean, yeah. there's no, there's no categories. You know what's funny about that though is I know that there's no categories, but I do think that it is similar to music in that we're not going to change the rules of communication. Right. And I think that's where people get in the way. So like when you're on a piano, you're not going to make new chords. It's still going to be A, B, C, D, G. You know what I mean? And like the, the certain chords, when they go together, are not going to sound good. No matter what, you're not going to reinvent the wheel. So I think the baseline of comedy is like just being able to communicate your points. And I think when you're a person that can communicate your points and they're solid and clear, then the jokes on top of that are going to what the entertainment is going to be. But, you know, you still got to like, you know, when somebody says they're telling the story and nobody says anything and then they go, well, you know, you had to be there. Right. Well, that's a horrible storyteller. That's, that's what that is. You'll never hear Joey Diaz say that. Never. Right. <laughs> you had to be there, cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be like, well, I don't know if I want to be there, bro. You know? Yeah. You, you had to be there means you failed in communicating. So I think that on that, that level, even though all comics are different and it's, it's weird, but that level of like, well, so when you say setup, that yeah. is important. It's, not, it's, yeah. it's universal to all of us. <laughs> You have to set this up. Yeah. But, Even I mean, that's just the case with all songs and everything, too. But there's styles. You know, like there's right. certain styles of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess there's styles of there comedy, styles. but they vary so much. There's no distinct style. Mm -hmm. Like, if you heard, like, put an example, uh, Hank Williams Jr., like, well, that's clearly country. Mm -hmm. And you just hear it, you know, right away. You hear, bam, yeah, bam, yeah, yeah. There's bam, something twangy about yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's country. <laughs> Yeah. There's something about the story. I love country with a good story. You know, yeah. I'm driving down the highway, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. All you have to yeah. do is hear like a couple of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, I know what the fuck this is. Yeah, this guy's you know, hurt. It doesn't even have to have like music behind it. You know what? He's sad. You were comedy at the time. It was the country music of comedy. I think you're misrepresenting me. <laughs> it. <was> never. <coughs> it was, was a story. You know, you, know, you, you felt the, the anguish. <laughs> mm. I don't think that's what I was doing at the time. <laughs> Are you trying to look back and think? Isn't it weird, though? Well, you had hair. It was yeah. a whole different guy. Yeah. You know, you weren't this. You're a solid muscle now. Like, I don't know if you have. What's your body fat count right now? I don't get it checked. Oh, okay. That's that's probably better. It's probably better to think that it's better than it probably is. <laughs> I, think, I think if you went, you might be disappointed. <laughs> the last time I checked, it was 10%. Oh, which my is not, God. It's not very low. I'm probably like 30%, 35% body fat. That's really? crazy. Yeah. I gotta that's do something. Good. It's yeah, not good. That's not good. But I, you know what it is. I, I, I my, but my blood pressure is good. That's good. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I. You I, told me you're I'm boxing. Now. I'm trying to box, man. Start working out. I went to. I'm going to the boxing thing, and it's Where like, I go to Gloveworks. Gloveworks in Century City. Oh and <laughs> shit! Getting your box on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, hitting pads. Guys holding pads. The guys holding the thing, and and there's something that tricks you with that though. Yeah, because you know? they hit. Back. Yeah, hitting back. Yeah, they. Hit so you and I'm. After I've done it a few times, I'm walking around in public like, fucker. I wish somebody, you need to test wish. me. I wish I somebody wish. would test me. <laughs> like, they're going to hold up their hands and fight me like this. Right. <laughs> but I, you know what's something about going to boxing has changed my perception of women. Uh, you, you, women in the boxing thing, like, they really, that, that shit is, they, when you see a, you know, I'm working out with five people, and then the woman goes in. And the guy's like, come on, you know, and she's like, bah, 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 bah. And I'm just like, God damn, this is, 
She's good. This is she's great. I'm like, you can handle yourself. All my preconceived notions of like, and it's something stupid. A stupid male thing is to see a woman fighting, and then the first thought is, oh yeah, somebody hurt her. You know, you got a lot of that in you. Yeah, yeah, You're doing yeah. that with me. Earlier. I know. I have this thing. I'm, <laughs> people. You just think people are hurt. hurt. Everybody's getting hurt. Everybody's hurt <laughs> when they. <laughs> Oh God! This is we just this is like therapy. It's coming yeah, out. Yeah, maybe I was hurt. Maybe you, know? you need a cassette. Maybe I need. <laughs> do you need one of them self help sets? I do. I do. Cassettes, I'm working on it. Man, I just dated yeah. You're myself. old as fuck. Yeah, old as fuck. There's kids cassettes. out there going like, "What is that cassette? <clears throat> What's that cassette? They don't they, even they know what they don't know what a, know what a CD is. is. Yeah, how exactly. about a laser disc, you little fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah. What is this? But the boxing's been cool. I like uh, it's fun workout. You know, and angry like, women are weird though. Yeah. It is weird. Somebody sent me a picture of this uh, MMA chick, and she was uh, there's this woman who's down, and she's uh, I don't know who the the lady is. I, I'm not familiar with her. She doesn't fight in the UFC, but she's got blood on her, and she's going like this, and she's standing up over this yeah, chick I after can't. she's pounded. She's like this, like, and I'm like, damn, that is an angry woman. Listen, I I, <laughs> I, I can't do those kind of. I can't. I don't like male UFC. I, I don't leave. It's just too violent for me. I just I have you ever been live? I, no. Do you want to go? I would go. In I, August. I was watching the other day and I heard because I heard your voice. Just one like, in L.A. in August. I'll wanna go. go. I want to go. I, but because so get it, you good seats. It just seems so like it's very. You know, it by, is that. by the way, I find it like I I don't like watching women hit each other. You know, I just don't like it. I don't know. Maybe that's my male thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that like how can we be in a society where we're talking about no violence against women what, unless it's pay per view. Like, well, no, no violence against women by men is what okay, they Joe, mean. Let and me this ask you isn't something. violence against women. It's wait, wait, a competition. Wait. Do you think that that woman that beat up Ronda Rousey, Amanda Nunes, do you think that I fight better than her? No, she'll fuck you up. She dude. will fuck me up. But that's Amanda Nunes. Okay, but if I hit Ronda Rousey in the face, right? Like her and I go out on a date, we have a, something right. happens, we have a scuffle, and Damn. it gets on video that I punch Ronda Rousey in the face. I'm now a pariah in society for the rest of my life. But this this woman who trains and is like a beast will beat her up. I just I, I can't get the disconnect. I can't. There's not a disconnect. It's a competition. It's a sport. So I don't understand what what where you're missing the connection. It, I, There's such a big difference between I guess Eric Griffin. First of all, Ron ain't going on a fucking date with you. Let's be honest. Hey, you don't know that. <laughs> how married. dare? Well, first of all, she how dare Travis you? Travis Brown. He's a fucking killer. Okay, well maybe they have a Travis Brown. They had a, a tough giant. patch. <laughs> he's a heavyweight UFC fighter. Okay, so they have a tough patch that week, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's going out to get she's some. Like, yeah. I'm done. I need I'm some done strange. with you. I need some strange. And I want. She went to the she comedy store. Laugh. I'm tired of being with a killer. You know, she she wants and she guy. wants somebody cuddly, soft. You know, squishy. she wants somebody soft and squishy, and then we go out on a date. You don't know. And you wind up punching her. Yeah, because she. How the fuck does that ever happen? I don't know. Maybe have you ever punched anybody in your life? Life, a girl? No, no. Well, when I was in the sixth grade, I think I had a fight with a girl <laughs> one time, and that's the first time I learned you're not supposed to hit a girl. Oh, because she grade. was a, she was a bully, right? She was a bully, and she was pushing people and acting. And she did something to me, and I punched her. Ooh. And then, no matter what she did, the whole yard went, <gasps> you know, like you don't hit a girl. And I was like, oh, but remember, everybody hated her like a second ago. <laughs> then all of a sudden, so I knew <sighs> at that point I was like, oh, you can't do that. I knew, I knew that there's some kind of difference. I learned it then. Yeah, that's a good way to learn it before it gets ugly. Before it gets ugly, yeah. Because yeah. I was still a little kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like it was probably younger than that too. Yeah, you're actually. not gonna break anybody's jaw. Right, 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 right. And you know what pissed me off too? She, I never forget this. It's so vivid in my head that she immediately immediately went from bully, strong, like I run this right. courtyard to. 
shit me. <laughs> and I was oh, like, Oh, little bitch. I was like, What just happened? You ever want to look her up? Yeah, I know. Just See what the fuck she's done to her disaster of a life. <laughs> <laughs> it was Condoleezza Rice, actually. No kidding. <laughs> what oh, if it was somebody shit. like that? No, that would be crazy. She's I mean, angry at you for punching her all this time, <laughs> starting wars, so, Syria and shit. But I'm saying it could happen. Okay, I'm, I'm with Rhonda. So let's go back to the the difference between yeah, yeah, you yeah. punching Rhonda's. That would be the last punch you ever threw. I get, She'd I get, flip you on your head on the I, concrete, smash your head open, stomp you into a mud puddle. And, then, and, then, <laughs> and, and, and if people caught all this on video, all they would say is Eric Griffin hits a woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or he had it coming. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, good for her. Domestic abuser yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, with yeah, the wrong, yeah. strong woman. I don't know. But, I just, but I don't the like difference it. between that and Ronda's a professional mixed martial arts champion. She's a champion and one of the greatest female champions of all time. I didn't like seeing her face look like she that. She shouldn't dude. have fought that woman. I just I didn't Listen. like seeing it. I, I, what, what I'm saying though is I couldn't, I didn't feel any of that. I didn't feel uh -huh. any of like, oh, it's the competition and she trains. Right. No. What I saw is a bruised and battered woman. That's what I saw. Well, and that's that probably was, my problem. Like, okay, I, so you must be talking about the Holly Holm fight because that's when the one she was yeah, 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 yeah. That's when she got head kicked and she yeah. was bloody and her face it was, was just, a mess. It was a, it was the Amanda Nunes fights were just 48 seconds of knuckles in the face. Yeah. That was a quick fight. Yeah. She just got the fuck beat out of her yeah. in that fight. But and both of like, those fights. But th there's lessons in that. See, you can fight in MMA and there's, there's danger and there's consequences. But if you're in shape and you're prepared correctly, you can fight. But there's a lot of women that weren't prepared correctly, and Ronda fucked them up. That's just how it goes. That's, I mean, sometimes well, you're I the nammer. Also, like, sometimes you're the hammer. Sometimes you're the nail. I mean, well, I think just, we also hot, pumped her up. You know, it was like it was like a money marketing. Uh, it was great marketing, too. She only had it was fought a little, I mean, 10 say times. We, I mean, I pumped her up. I mean, Everybody I was pumped the one, her up. But it was me doing a lot of the... But it was based on what she'd been able to accomplish. It wasn't based on bullshit. It was based on her actual performance inside the octagon against people like Katz and Gano, against people like Sarah McMahon. I mean, she, what she had done was supremely impressive. But, you, but, but we but, love... A champion. Mm -hmm. We love undefeated. We right. love being the best ever. Right. We, we we get behind that. Right. And that's what was behind her going into that fight. Right. And it didn't look like that. Well, that what that shouldn't have been behind her going into that fight. Maybe the Holly Holm fight. The Holly Holm fight. But even the Holly Holm fight, she was under massive amounts of distractions. She was under. She was. They were at. They were going to do Roadhouse. Remember, they were going to do a Roadhouse movie. Yeah. She's having meetings with agents. Yeah. And and they just thought she could fuck up anybody on the planet. That's what I'm but saying. The, the problem is. Unless it didn't you're look like a hundred percent all in with your training and your learning and your development, and you're making sure that you've got the right training partners and the right coaching and the right staff and nutrition and all these different things. If you don't, if you have any any part of that missing, then the people coming up who have all those co bases covered, they're going to surpass you because they're talented too, and that's see, what happened with her. You're knee deep in the world. You know everything about it. Okay. As a layperson, right, just looking at them standing next to each other, I mm -hmm. was like, "Oh, she's gonna get her ass beat." So you looking at Rhonda standing next to Holly Holm, yeah, you I, thought that Rhonda was gonna get her ass beat. Yes, I, I when I saw it, I was like, "How's why, this gonna work?" Why would you think that? I don't know. Well, Ron, just well, the eye test. She just looked Holly's bigger. Very physically, she impressive. looked bigger. She was. I thought <coughs> she was physically bigger than this person. Well, I have thought, you ever seen Sarah McMahon? No. Ronda stopped Sarah McMahon in one round. Sarah McMahon was an Olympic silver medalist in wrestling, and she's a tank. I wasn't into it like that. Maybe if right. I'd seen that, I would have been like, well, this is going to be a good fight. Cause yeah. she, but that was my first time. And, I, and just looking at it, I was like, this doesn't look like this is going to be a good fight. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it just I just didn't I just didn't think it was gonna be a good fight. And then when then you hear just you hear you guys talking, you hear like the guys going like, you know, uh, uh, Holly Holmes, she's a boxer and this and that. And I'm like, oh, she's wow, this isn't gonna go well. And then sure enough, it didn't go well. So then that made me have like the respect level for female you know, fighting if I'm just coming in. Like, at that time, you you know, it was like Ronda Rousey's everywhere. She's in movies. She's in, like, you know, and then you're like, oh, wow, this is the greatest fighter ever right here. This is the, this, she's the, the attraction of a lifetime. Right. And then you go, okay, all right, I'm going to check it out. Let me check out. Wow, that girl looks big. I don't think this is going <laughs> to. And then she gets demolished. And you're like, well, is this a sport? I, I think that was a big blow for female fighting. What are you talking about? That was, like, one of the best things to ever happen to female you, fighting. Yeah. Okay, well, we're different in that way. I think she should have won would have been the best thing. No, no, no. It's good to, to know that anyone can lose, even the greats. I think even it, the greats, I, they get I think we compare it to boxing kicked. too much is what it is. Boxing, it's got to be. You got to be undefeated. You know, boxing, we love undefeated. One blemish on your record, and it, ha- it does something. Yeah, you know? it doesn't work like that in MMA. Right, right, right. Because in MMA, there's so many different ways to win. The only one who's really undefeated at the top of the food chain is, well, two guys. Khabib Nurmagomedov, who's the lightweight champion. He's undefeated, period. Mm-hmm. Mauled everybody. Except Al Iaquinta went the distance with him. and you know, But still beat his ass. Still beat him. But John Jones is really undefeated. John Jones has one loss well, in his a, career, but it's a disqualification. He, is he the guy that's been disqualified because he was well, on he drugs or something? Well, he got caught with some shit in his system that he shouldn't have had in his system. And how did he get it in his system? We don't know. It was only in there for a very short amount of time. There's a lot of speculation. Uh-huh. We don't Until that gets ironed out. We By don't the way, know. one of my good friends in the whole wide world is Eric Koch. He's also a UFC MMA fighter. You know Eric Koch from Two Crufus as a gym? Yeah, Eric Koch. Yeah. yeah, he's a good buddy. We play. You know how I know him? We play video games together. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah. We he's play. a bad motherfucker. He really is. He's he's a crazy dude. Now I know that if I'm in public and some shit is about to go down, I check people's ears. Oh, that's a good move. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sometimes not anybody. that doesn't I'm work. At, ooh, his ears look. Yeah, but s- some beasts out there that wear ear guards. Yeah, but be uh, careful. No, but Joe, I'm saying I'm not gonna fight anyway. I know, but don't. One more year of boxing, I might, <laughs> I might be like, you, you don't want to well, test me. Once they start doing that pad thing, you start, you start thinking, yeah, man, listen to the noise I'm making. <laughs> no, dude, can I tell you one quick? The first time I ever boxed, I, I was like a, I went with Craig Robinson. You know, one more. Craig you think Craig were boxing each other? You know, no, we weren't boxing each other, but Craig was starting to box, and he took me to this gym, and it was this old black dude. He was like in his sixties, right. old school black dude. So I got into the ring with him. The guy, he was like, all right, come on in the ring. You know, so I'm in there and we're boxing. He, he, three minutes. I have so much more respect for boxers after doing this. So he's like, yo, keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. You know, and I'm like, all right. And then he hit me in the head, Joe. Because you didn't keep your hands I, up. And I was like, he, after he hit me twice, something locks in, man. You got angry. Like, oh. And then yeah. it's tasted like, your own it, blood. It was like 30 seconds left in the fight. And he put his hands up and he was like, finish the fight like you on the street. You know? <laughs> finish the fight like you're on the street. And I you went like kicked him in the nuts I and went bit like his this. nose off. I went like this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't box again for a little while until recently. <laughs> so that was one time. It was one it was so hard. It was like that three right. minutes, I was like, how can these people throw fifty punches? Well, you got to build up to it, Eric. Could, I'm going to, man. Yeah, this I is think not I'm gonna come here. You, come you here. got. I need to. I want to. You come know. On in. I need to work out. I need yeah. to. He the, laughs. You're not gonna. Uh, he's laughing like you can't deal with a Joe Rogan workout. The key is how come just you don't do a workout tape? up. Oh, I thought about doing one a while ago. But you should. Like, a, it's. I'd rather. I do too many things publicly. I'd rather just keep you know some what? things to just myself. This is a man who has a family now. Has re- has reached a level of success that he is comfortable, and now you're starting to see like 
not everyone needs to know everything. It's not just that. There's value in doing things just for you. Privacy. Not do- yeah. No, 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 no. Huh? No, just working on stuff and doing things just for you. Don't do things publicly. Like everybody in this day and age, everybody does everything on social media. And I've done a bunch of things, uh, put them on social media. But I think there's real, there's benefit. Like, why do you do the things you do? Like, why? why, I do the things I do for two reasons. One, either I enjoy them or I think they make me better. They make me a better person. Like, uh, this is gonna all be on your tape. I do a lot of yoga. (laughs) Like I did yoga today. And I do it. I do it a lot. And one of the reasons why I do it, I think it makes me a better person. I think it makes me more mellow, which I think is good. I have a tendency to not be mellow. Mm-hmm. Mellow. It makes me more f- friendly. I think it calms me down, and I think it's very good for my body. So I do it all the time. But I'm not about to do some fucking yoga video. I think I do stand up for that reason. Yoga comedy calms you down. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, I do stand up to like. Yeah, it, it, it does. It calms me down. If I, something happens to me, I go directly to the stage. That's a great way to work on it, though, like, and develop material. Yeah, that's, well, that's what happens. Yeah. Even if yeah. it's something that's, like, silly. Like, if I see a movie that moves me, I might go on on stage and be like, did y'all see this movie? <laughs> where, where are you working out now? I know you do the store, and I know you do the factory, but do you fuck around, like, go to the ha-ha or the ice house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flappers, I, all man, that shit? Man, my start was, I, when, I, when I knew I wanted to do this, I was going to open mics, and then I went to Long Beach. They had this place called Mar- Queen, the Queen Mary, and mm-hmm. they had a Laugh is Hope. This guy, Steve Kimbrough, had this really shitty club on the Queen Mary. Dude, we did Fear Factor in the Queen Mary. I was right down there, and I remember they had a, they had, someone was doing a room there. That's the room you're That's talking it. about. So I went, I did that, and then I started doing uh, the Ice House, the Annex. That's a good room. And they had that three shows on Friday, three mm-hmm. th- shows on Saturday. So that started yeah. doing that. From there, I went to the Ha Ha. Then I was like hosting on the weekends, and then Terry, Lo- Terry from the Ha Ha, you know, God bless her By soul. By the way, what are you doing Wednesday night? Wednesday night, I'm around. You want to do the Ice House? Yeah, let's do it. I'm Wednesday there. Wednesday night, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Sold Ice out. House. I'm with Joe Rogan. Sold out. <laughs> Tony Hinchcliffe's on the show too. Yeah, I love Eric Tony. So the then I, I went to the I went to the Ice House. Then I started going to Ha Ha, and then I got a showcase at the Comedy Store. Mm-hmm. You know, and Mitzi didn't even look at me. She didn't even look. Didn't at even you. talk to me. What year? This was it was a year Jay Davis got passed, so I wanted to kill what? myself. Wait, I showcased with <laughs> Jay <How> Davis. <laughs> That's not rude. <laughs> Jay, Jay knows. I'll say this to his fucking face. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> so we're, we're showcasing the same day. Right. And she passed him okay. and then didn't even talk to me. Okay, so I was. She didn't even watch you. She didn't. Wa- she watched me, and, so, and I went down. And I was like, like I said, she didn't like it. That's what I thought. Okay. I, which really pissed me what off. What year is this again? Dude, this must have been two thousand, two thousand three ish. So this is when Jay was on Tourgasm with Dane Cook. Yes, oh. Dane was supposed to showcase that night too, mm-hmm. but he refused to come because he was Dane Cook, and I get it. So he refused to showcase. Well, that's what I hear. I shouldn't even say. Well, that, that was the I deal, know Dane, and you I should have. I should ask him before I'm talking about this. But I had you had to showcase, right? Do you know, Louis C.K. didn't get past at the store. Well, I, I get it. I mean, Mitzi's like, I don't like him. She got her own thing. <laughs> so I, I get to showcase. Uh, my my then friend, I met Ahmed, uh, set up to showcase that night, and I didn't get past. So a year and a half later, I had to de- I had to deal with Tommy. You know, <sighs> and and listen, as as what people get on him, and I I think Tommy's out there thinks I hate him, but I know there was a method to his madness. You know, and, and maybe if he didn't even know it, it worked for me because he was my villain, he was my enemy, 
Okay, so I had to get past him. He was the gatekeeper I had to get past. So it took me a year and a half of like doing belly room and, and, and just hanging around and people keep saying to him, hey, you should put Eric Griffin, you know. So then I got another showcase. It was in the main room uh, during one of those bringer shows. They were doing the showcases during those. Mm. And she was there. They had her in her booth. And I did my set. I ran the fucking light, too. Oof. You know, I was like, fuck this. Whoa. <laughs> what year are we talking about? This, this is like, like a year later. So it's like 2005. Damn. You know, 2000, about 2005, 2006. Damn, and then right. they, around, I don't, it's around that time. 2004, 5, 6. I'm not sure when it was, you know. And then as I'm leaving, they're, they're bringing her through the, the, the main room. And they're, you know, they're helping her through the hallway to go to the kitchen. And she stops and she looks at me and says, you were funny. Ooh. And those are the only words she ever spoke to me. That's all you need. That's all I needed. And then Tommy comes over and he's like, "Well, you're, 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 she passed you. You're in the belly room Should now." Head butted him right in the yeah. nose. In his <laughs> fucking mouth, right? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then he told me I had to be in the belly room for a year, and I knew that was a lie. Oh, she passed me. So again, but I needed the I needed the challenge. You know, you know, right. one of my best moments for me personally. I like what you did there. You yeah, I had to. I had to know because. <laughs> I gotta tell you, threw your hand back <laughs> like we're in the Tonight Show. Yeah, man, Richard over at uh, Comedy and Magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and I love Richard. Sure, I love Richard. So Great I tried guy. to, I tried to showcase for Richard. They're the nicest people ever. They're over there. so nice. They treat comics the best. Yeah, you Mike know, Lacey. You, you go there, you you go there not to do comedy. You go there to get food. You and go there ha- to hug people, and hug people, hang out with good people, <laughs> man, for real. So I remember I tried to showcase for him. I sent him a tape, and he was like, "Eric, you're too dirty," and all this stuff, and he wouldn't pass me. So Maz Jabrani, this is a year later now, Maz Jabrani's doing a show and he says, Eric, you want to be on my show? So I'm standing in the hallway before I go on with the MC and then we're joking about being clean and I say, you know what, I'm going to go up there and pull my dick out. A guy in the suit is walking down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> this guy in the suit is walking, he goes, hey, please don't do that. And I go, you know, I'm just kidding. And we laugh a little <sighs> bit. We laugh a little bit. I go on stage, I murder it. And then I'm headed to the green room and that same guy in the suit comes running at me and it's Mike. It's the owner. Oh, that's hilarious. And he says, Hey, he goes, man, you're hilarious. Why aren't you working at my club? Why don't I know you? At that moment, Richard is in the hallway. And then I look at Richard and I go, yeah, Richard, why am I not working here? <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, you, 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 know, you, you were dirty. I was like, I can play clean. I play churches. I played cruise ships. I'm a professional comedian. My point about this is that moment of him squirming and like being like, okay, you're in. And after that, I was in. That was worth waiting for, as opposed to like trying to bully my way into places. Right. Like I felt like I earned that. Yeah. And I and since then, Rich and I were friends. You know, it's like, but I had to, I had to earn that. You had to earn it. I had to like find the right moment. I had to like, you know what I mean? I do. Could know I have what been on mean, the? Man. Could I have been on the Wednesday night Ice House show with Joe Rogan before? Possibly. <laughs> do you know but Joey? You have to like, you have to get into these situations. Joey can't work with me at the Ice House. The one place. Why? They won't have him. Too what, dirty. What do you do? He went up. He went up. We're talking about sniffing his balls and one too many. Ass one too many cocksucker. Doing the pigeon, <laughs> sticking his nose up girls' asses. Was going know, down on him from know. behind. I do the pigeon. <laughs> and and they would just fuck. It. First of all, he was murdering to the point where like drinks were falling off tables. The lights were dimming. They were shorting out. <laughs> And it, it, Mike was like, you know, Mike's the sweetest guy in the world. He goes, I love you. I think you're amazing. He goes, but I can't have you in this club. You're yeah, just too no dirty. And too- he's like, look, he goes, I understand. You know, yeah, Joey, just what- was, Joey wasn't mad at him. 
You know, he's like one of the only guys that told Joey that he can't work. But Joey was already successful by then. He just would work. You know, Joey always works with me, so he just didn't want to do it. <laughs> he just, you know, he just Joe, Joey called. You know what I got to say? Like one of the one of my favorite phone calls I've had is Joey Diaz calling me the other day. He's, you know, I don't do this cocksucker. You know, I don't. You were you were really good on him dying up here. And he's just giving me compliments. Oh, that's beautiful. And I just don't. And I was like, when it comes from someone that you believe is one hundred percent genuine. Yeah. And and then in the way the way he was talking about it, I thought I was like, oh, that's great. That's what you want. That's what I learned when I got back into it later too. By the way, when I was thirty, I knew that you had to get the respect of your peers. These people that you do this business with have to think you're funny because those are the people that are going to get you work. Well, they have to like you. They have too. to like you too. Yeah. yeah, that's a big one. Like you have to be a nice person, and you know I try what, to be. What you are a nice, very nice person. But one of the things that's nice about the comedy store, for sure, is that um, I think, and this is I attribute this to the internet because I think what's going on with the internet now is there's so many opportunities for the com- for comedians now yeah. that we're not in competition with each other anymore. I don't think we've ever been. They used to be like that, man. The '90s, in the '90s, everybody was like dog eat dog. It was different. Like, there was a lot of people back then that felt like, say, if you got something, like you got a TV show, why didn't I get that fucking show? There's people that thought there was a limited number of things. It's what I call famine thinking. Mm. You ever heard that expression? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. That expression is a deadly fucking, it's just a poison to your life and the way you think about the world. And a lot of people have that problem, that famine thinking. I think people still feel like that now, uh, but I, I I always liken it to golf. You know, I think that we're on a leaderboard. Mm-hmm. But we're still fighting against ourselves. Yeah, but and no, because golf, the you're competing. You're still competing for the championship. There's no competing at the comedy store. Or, no, I know, I know. But, but what in I'm the saying, world of stand-up what, comedy today, I think there's so many opportunities. There's so many places to work, so many stand-up, especially when you're doing the road. There's so many theaters, so many comedy clubs, so many. But there's still only 52 weeks in a year. Think about that. How what the fuck does that mean? How many headliners are there, in, uh, in, in, do you think? You the know? real ones? Yeah. 300. <laughs> I'm not joking. I've, okay. Well, then I'm that's not joking. The case. Maybe worldwide. <laughs> well, there's only... Okay. Well, then there's For enough real. then. Because there's like... How many How many do you think there are? How many... Like, is there 500? There might be 500. Well, I'm just saying at a club, though, there's only 52 weeks. Right. For them to book one guy. Club. But that's one club. So there's, then there's... But you travel, right? There's, there's fucking hundreds of cities. Well, I mean, it's still, it's still, a, it's still a fight out there, man. Dude, fuck all that thing. For the good weekends. Nah, what weekend? July 4th weekend? <laughs> no, no, those are the anywhere. bad weekends. Those are the weekends I get. I get Mother's Day, Father's Day, <laughs> July 4th. Dude, I, I get those I, too. I do those weekends. I, yeah, you get, I like them. You're doing the, you're getting, you're doing, when's the last time you did a Thursday night at a club? I don't usually do Thursday nights anywhere other than the store. That's what I'm saying. You don't do but Thursday But I'll do Thursday nights, nights on the road. Like oh, I'll even do a on the road? Yeah. I'll well, the theater's different. But I'm saying, like, you got to, there was a time when you got to a point yes. where you were doing Friday, Saturday, and you're out. Yes. Right? At clubs, yeah. At clubs. Yeah. You know, so there's still... But that was just because I just got tired of the fucking grind. Yeah. You know what, what got me more than anything is doing morning radio where you had to get up early in the morning, and then you tried to get some sleep, and you never could, and then you just wrecked. And then the only time you is didn't get... Is morning radio working? It doesn't Does work anymore. Work? But back in the day, it did. You, they still make you do it. <clears throat> They're crazy. They're crazy. That's a waste of time. You know, and it's always the same thing. It's a guy, uncle, yeah. something, yeah, his I mean, sidekick. It must work in some places. It must. I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, I'm talking out of my ass. If I, if I, I, I sometimes I'm going to go on when I go on stage. You go, who heard me on the radio? 
Who's Nobody. here? Nobody. No. Meanwhile, you were up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. Exhausted. Yeah. That's the thing is like if you don't get good sleep, that and that's a problem with doing three weekend, three nights in a row in different places when I tour. I, I just in New York. That I was just third at night. You got a the third night. Well, three nights in a row. If you're just in Carolines, that's okay because you're getting up in the morning in the same hotel room. But when you get up and you have to go to the airport and then fly, land oh, in a new right, place, right, right, take a shower, go to the gym, try to wake up. The, that's where it fucks you up. Three nights in a row. By the time the third night comes around, you're like, damn, I'm kind of worn the fuck out. Well, you just said something that's not even a part of my thing. Like, you know, you you just, you 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 said, like, get up, go to the gym. Like, hmm, I got to add that. <laughs> you got to add that. This is I gotta my move. I got to add that one, man. When I fly somewhere, if I fly in, I put my fucking bag down. I unzip it. I take my shorts out. I put my fucking running shoes on or whatever I'm going to wear. I go right to the gym. Really? Right, right to the gym. I don't fuck around. Because I if I don't, do I'm not going to do it. I feel you. If I'm if I'm staying in a nice hotel and they have a 24-hour gym, that's my favorite. I'll just put my fucking headphones on and just whatever I don't it know is, what I to just do in the gym. Just get on a fucking elliptical machine okay. and do a half an hour. Just make it make it make yourself sweat. You know what I like to do? This is going to sound crazy, but I love doing those like jerk in, off insanity. Well, that that's what I would fill that spot with. <laughs> jerk off. When take I get to the, I put my cream. bag down, <laughs> take my shorts off, <laughs> get my one sock ready. <laughs> <laughs> I never did that. Who, do, who, who does that? Why do people say sock. that? Why joke. would you jerk off on your shock? People are gross. Like, what sort of? <laughs> is this supposed to simulate some sort of like a really vagina. loose pussy? Yeah, like, some sort of a some woolly pussy. Yeah, some sort of cottony <laughs> okay. pussy. Yeah, yeah. Unless who you have a silk sock. Yeah, and even then, even then, it feels yeah. like you cut yourself. But yeah, anyway, bring like a flashlight with you on the road. You're a creep. Yeah, because right. yeah, the moment that they go in through your bag, that they're you know at the airport. At the airport, Stanhope yeah. did that once right after nine eleven. He traveled with a briefcase, no, not a briefcase, a uh, suitcase filled with dildos <laughs> and rubber fists and all this shit. <laughs> And, and of course they had checked it everywhere he went, and that was why he's doing it. They're like <laughs> opening up his bag and like, what is this? It's like, ah, it's my sex toys. And they they can't say shit because sex toys aren't outlawed. Have you seen how crazy these sex robots are looking? Yes, they have. I mean, yeah. I, I think we're. You know how this feeling we have about um, self driving cars. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a fear out there about self-driving cars. We're not there yet. It's not going to be our generation that fully embraces it. We're 10, 15 years away from like, this is going to be a normal thing. Right. This the same thing with the sex dolls. I think you're right. When I see them, I have a disconnect of like, I can't. I would never, it, I just, they just look. You say that now, but if it gets to like ex machina style. Oh, well, I mean, Joe. That's coming. <laughs> but that's going to so happen, will I. man. <laughs> <laughs> What is this, but Jamie? they gotta be self cleaning. They have you know a life size sheep. I googled sex How robot. You and a sheep comes bitch, up. Bitch, you got that bookmarked. No, I don't. Yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. First of all, is this one on the left for pedophiles? I don't know. It's I just typed in sex robot. It says girl mannequin with realistic up. features. Yeah, what in so. the fuck? Whoa, yeah. that is creepy as yeah, fuck, dude. dude. I don't know about that one right there, dude. Jesus Christ, yeah, that, one that is creepy. That one on the left. What's the one, the real that doll is, one? That right is a there. fucking little kid, that's man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that is creepy as shit. Well, I guess that's one way to, you know. Jamie, don't click on that. <laughs> it's, just a it's not a sex robot. I don't know why it's popping up there. Yeah, then why'd you click right on the yeah, crotch but, part? It, but hold on a second. But that's under, but you, you Googled did, sex yeah. robot. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's coming up. And the first thing is Shop girl... for sex robot on girl mannequin with realistic features. Dude, that's fucking gross. 
That's Meet Harmony, the sex robot. Yeah. Oh, go to her. Go to her. <laughs> go to her. <laughs> like, that, looks, that looks like at least a grown ass woman sex robot. Is that her? Go that full that screen. Would be dope. Let me see this shit. This <laughs> is the one I've seen. It's always some. Well, it looks like my friend oh Johnny. Oh my god! Whoa, that's what she looks like. Yeah, she looks that good. Yeah, we're getting there. Oh I mean, Jesus! So, but there's still something. Oh, oh wow! Jesus! That's how they want it though, with the head covered, just the ass sticking out. <laughs> so weird. Oh god, that's even weirder. Look at that hole where the neck is. <laughs> Jesus, this is. I mean, strange. look at the booty. Yeah. So, damn, that is unbelievably lifelike, though. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, come on, man. This is a scene in a science fiction movie. If this was like 1960, and this is a science fiction movie, oh, she can blink slowly and seductively. <laughs> oh, look at it. Look how she's blinking with her perfect lips. I know. Just, I don't know. Like, if this was a science fiction movie from like the 1960s, and they had this, we'd be like, whoa, this is crazy. Because it would be so far removed from yeah, reality. Yeah, so far-fetched. There's no yeah. way that this is going to But look at what they're doing. But this is not far-fetched. This is See, close. You know what I think? You know what I think that uh, this is going to be bypassed by is virtual reality, yeah. like brain links, or some sort of thing where mm -hmm. like you you can stimulate the mind in a way that you think things are happening. Yeah, I think that's going to bypass all of this technology. I think it's going to be both, but I think I think you're right that that's coming too. I think, but I think this is coming too. I think this this the ability to have like a real realistic robot that'll fuck you. That's not hard because you just think about all the moves that it has to do. I know it's not a lot of moves. I think you know also they'll be, they'll be quiet. You know, <laughs> you. I think also a, a good thing if it's possible is have a move, have a robot like that to practice martial arts on. Oh. Like have a robot that throws punches and kicks. Oh, and see, you now you're, them. Not, see, now you're thinking about improving society, not just for sex. So you can have a robot teach you to play piano, yeah. teach you how to do like... I'm just know. talking about a robot that you can fuck up. Like leg kicking. Well, this is what I'm saying, though. Body kicking. But, it, but it's a training it. thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah well, there you That's go. totally possible. Yeah. How, just how, have it like Have a robot slowly. in there cooking. How it doesn't, you know, it doesn't move quickly, but it moves slowly. So you can just work on drill and shit. Is there to have one? Mm -hmm. Oh no, no, no. Don't no they don't, Jamie. This is just a fucking punching bag that moves back and forth. This thing's <laughs> stupid. That thing's dumb. That's, good that's try, a good try, oh, You don't want one like, that throws, like, throws back at you. Yeah, like, I okay, want a person. Gotcha. This is like, yeah. what this is good for is hyperextending your fucking elbows. You're going to miss this thing and hurt yourself. I, I don't think that's a good idea, honestly. I think, I think, you're gonna hit I think your idea about yeah. having a, so it's take, instead of having a sex robot, that same technology used for fighting. Martial arts, yeah. Training. Yeah. Because I have a dummy that I practice jujitsu on, but it's, it's like this. It's called a Bubba dummy. It just lays there like this. And, but I can tr practice arm bars and triangles. I can oh. do reps on it. I just oh, do reps. Oh, right, right. But it's not as good as doing it with a person. But it's hard to get a person just stand there and let you do fucking choke them over and over and over That's again. That's what I'm saying. But a robot. A robot I, could. You could get a male sex doll. You get a, you order it specifically. I want the butthole <laughs> sealed. I want the dick removed. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on, hold on. I don't hold on. want wait, the mouth wait, closed. I want to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why does the butthole need to be sealed so you don't want to be so tempted? No one can accuse me of oh, any okay. shenanigans. Okay, okay. It doesn't even work, bro. Right, I'll right. show you. We're gonna be I'll like, take the gear hey, off of like, this. Joe, why does the butthole hey, still work? Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know. I specifically called and said, no butthole. Why is this cock so large on your... <laughs> why is it glistening? <laughs> why does it smell like strawberries? Yeah, it should always be dirty, too. Yeah, yeah. Why is your... It's always dirty. Yeah, yeah, it should be dirty. Cut with specks of blood on it. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't feel like it's been cleaned and used. <laughs> oh, <Jesus Christ. laughs> 
You keep the plastic on it like a yeah. phone, you know, when you get your yeah. phone. <laughs> but those those real dolls, they move like a real person. Like you, if you didn't mind practicing on the girl real doll, you would order the girl real doll with like small breasts. You know, so like the breasts don't get in the way, and then you can work your mount, get your arm bars in, your triangles, and then when you're done, you fuck her. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So it's probably yeah. like dating, uh, you know? No, it's very different than dating. Oh. When you're dating, no, you I'm talking you... about if you're dating a UFC, like, do you think Ronda Rousey and her guy, do they have like, they get excited like that when they're like fighting each other? It. I doubt it. Or they just stay away from that completely? I, d- I bet they do that. I bet they don't even train together. Well, she's done fighting. Now she just does WWE. Which is great. Yeah. I think that's great for her. Well, she's great at it. She's very good at it. Well, she's, a, she's a decent she's act, an decent enough actress. She's an entertainer. She's an entertainer. Yeah, and that's That's a what good, all this is supposed to yeah. be anyway. It's all entertainment. Right. It's like, what is it for? It's just to distract you and give you something fun to watch. But we're so close to Roman times where, like, mm. you know, we want someone, I mean- you see that bare knuckle boxing event they put did this past weekend? No, see, I couldn't. I can't with that mm. man. I'm just not. I'm just not into mm. like watching violence like that. Mm. I have a problem with it. Mm. You know, because then, because you know why? It's why? like, like Muhammad Ali, like how he was oh. in his later in his life. I go, why would anyone do this? Even right. when I watch mm. professional athletes, like These when guys you, oh my god, mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying. Like I can't. Wow, they did it in Wyoming. Legalized bare knuckle boxing. That just looks horrible. Well, the the idea is you can't hit people as hard with bare knuckles, so you're going to get cut up a little bit, but you're not you're That's not, not going to get the same kind of head trauma. No, it's definitely true. Remember the dude in the, no man. What about what's his name to hit uh, Rudy Tomjanovich? I don't know who that is. The coach, you know, old coach from Houston. Remember when he was playing in the NBA? Mm-hmm. That, they, they, they used to fight in the NBA in the seventies. They fist fight. They used to fist fight. They okay. used to have real fights, and somebody got clocked in the head, and he he broke his orbital bone. So is this like this was normal? This is real things, man. Let me they, see they, this. they would just fight. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? He found it. See? Yeah. <clears throat> now you had to see the replay, yeah, because he came. You know. So what's right. what's happening here? It's hard to see what's going on. Rudy comes, and this guy clocks him in the head. Oh, so I was looking at the wrong yeah. dudes. Yeah, yeah. Watch, here he comes. He's just coming in to like to like stop the fight, and this guy thought he was coming at him. Oh, and he's running right towards him that, too. That, that ruined his career. Did it? Yes. Well, that's an orbital fracture, and that's real common in MMA. It happens all the time. But like, imagine with knuckles. No, I do. I, so look, you really think that? That's not as bad. I'm telling you. You think that with gloves is worse? Just as bad. You can hit harder. Trust me. You can hit someone harder because it doesn't hurt your hands. The gloves are not protecting the opponent. The gloves are protecting your hand. Well, I get that from doing this boxing. I take my hand out of these gloves and my fucking fingers are killing me. Right. Take take no no gloves and go over to my heavy bag because that heavy bag is stiff. Uh Go over and start punching that thing. Oh, I know. It's going to hurt your fucking hands. I get get it. Same with punching a person. 14 ounce or 16 ounce. I'm not sure which. I don't know how I feel, but sometimes when when the 14 ounces, I feel like, oh, this is. You got a little more speed. I got a little more, yeah. Yeah. Two extra ounces missing. Yeah. Well, these are zero ounces. <laughs> <laughs> Your hands move very oh, fast. Oh, you got those zero ounce gloves? Yeah. Well, in MMA, they're four. They're four ounces. Oh, I couldn't even. That... Listen, that looked terrible. Those yeah. guys' faces, that can't be. You could break someone's nose. Dude, everybody's nose gets broken in the UFC. Everybody. Right. Everybody's face gets broken. Orbital bone. This is your world, man. Yeah. I get it. I hear right. you. I, I turn the thing on and I hear your voice. And but the I other bet. day, I was I, I, on FX. I was like, oh, that's Joe Rogan. 
and you're just going in. You sound like a totally different person. It's crazy. <clears throat> you get lo- like you're like like you're you're in a whole different like in that mode too. You know, you just sound like if it was like Rocky, a Rocky movie. You know, and then you hear the announcers. That's you right there. You got it down, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been doing it a long time. I know. It's yeah. great. You know, so, but that's your world. So I'm not trying to disrespect your world, no, but, but it's I, just too I violent think for me. That, what the, you seen with that punch, that was 1977. And they probably didn't know how to fix those things back then. But now they know how to fix orbital fractures and things along those lines. It doesn't make it okay. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's not. If that guy punched that guy with gloves on, it would have been just as bad. Oh, right. Unless it was boxing gloves. Right. Boxing gloves, he probably wouldn't have got hurt as much because you're dealing with a big, thick, heavy pad. Yeah. You know, boxing gloves, eight, ten ounces, depending on the fight. All right. You know. I just. Yeah. I know what you're saying. It seems like it's it worse than like it is. It seems like it's worse. Yeah. It does. Well, that's But I didn't know that. This bear, what you get mostly is cuts. Like you see those guys were all cut up because the knuckles, the bare knuckles are hitting skin. Yeah. This I, this feel it when I when I do this and I'm knocking on I just feel wow, I just feel how that would be like, oh man. Yeah. Oof. Well, it's interesting because a lot of people, uh, I was saying for the longest time, you shouldn't have even wraps on your hands. Because it gives people an unrealistic idea of what you could do with your hands. And why are there pads on your knuckles when there's not pads on your shins or pads on your knees or pads on your oh. heel or pads on your elbow? Because you're smashing people with elbows. This, you're, there, there's way more power that you can generate hitting someone with an elbow, with a bare elbow, than you can with a bare fist. Because a bare fist, if you hit someone in the forehead, or even in the cheek sometimes, you'll you break, break your, your hand. hand. Yeah. But not with the elbow. With the elbow, you could hit foreheads and face. Oh, and you could hit everything. And like, that, that like a good headbutt, too. Yeah, there was a... Jamie, I'm going to have you pull something up, because I, I sent this to Shab. Um, there's uh, something that... Give me one second here, and I'll find this. Because uh, Josh Emmett, see if you can find, just Google this, Josh Emmett details hellish road back to health following Jeremy Stevens' KO. What, MMA what is that stuff you got over there? What stuff? This? It's, yeah. That's alpha brain. It's a cognitive enhancing formula. Should I try it? Yeah, oh, you it's should. Is this the limitless pill? Dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it actually tastes good. And about, it's, about after this, now we're going to be talking about science. And <laughs> so this dude, um, I can't even got, open it. I, I don't. Hear, just oh, here we go. Bite it and tear it open. <laughs> that dude got KO'd by Jeremy Stevens, who's like one of the most ruthless knockout artists in the UFC, and he's got major facial fractures. Major, his like orbital was fractured. His cheekbone was fractured. His nasal cavity was fractured. Like fucking everything is fractured and. He just had emergency surgery, like the second surgery. He went to Orlando where the fight was, and they either misdiagnosed him or they missed some of the injuries, but he was still fucked up. They didn't catch a lot of things, he says. And then um, he went to another doctor and got an MRI, and they immediately took him into surgery. Like, dude, your fucking whole head is broken. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't get but it. But this is legal. Here's my thing. Have you fought yourself? You fought, Not right? in this stuff. Not There was no MMA where I was fighting. I kickboxed, and I fought in a lot of Taekwondo tournaments. You never, there's, no, there's nothing in you to no. fight now? I'm 50 years old. What the fuck am I doing doing that? They got, don't ridiculous. they got like a 42 and over league? <laughs> <laughs> they don't, but there are some guys that are in their 40s that still fight. But it's just... It's, it's not, a young, man, it's a young, it's a young man's, man's game, game. right? Well, it's, a, it's also a young man's game because... By the time you're 40, you got to think you've been doing it for a long time, which means you've been absorbing a lot of punishment for a long time, yeah. which means you're probably, you're, you should probably be done. Yeah. You're like, if you want to live 
into your, you know, 70s and 80s and be able to hold your bowels in and know where your keys are, you're, you're, you know, there's a certain point in time where you can't get hit anymore. Dude, you look at like, even other sports. Mm-hmm. You notice how you ever see these old basketball players how they can't walk? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, knees get devastated. Yeah, they just yeah. they can't. You know, they're like Doc, Doc Rivers. I got Clippers tickets, so I see Doc Rivers. He's on the sideline. He, he can't even. He's also a really tall guy, and that that alone, all those leverage points, yeah, and all the impact, the constant, and especially. I mean, a lot of these guys they didn't understand overtraining. They overtrained. They had injuries. They just toughed it out and worked through them. You know, back injuries, weird spinal issues. That's why I think they should let every professional athlete for, like, there's a week period where they get to take some steroids and recover. A week? Yeah, just a week. That's not enough. Oh, okay. Oh, you know about oh. You'd have to be on a cycle. You'd have to be on a cycle for well, six however, to eight weeks. But they have, like, well, so in the off season, you get <laughs> yes. that six to eight weeks of, like, that cream, steroid cream mm-hmm. right. and, and, and cryotherapy. Mm-hmm. You know, Well, they can do the cryo. To get your body, like... No, I agree with you. Because the doctor gives you, the doctor gives regular people steroids to recover from certain injuries. Sure. And then we're paying these people to to entertain us. We should allow them to take a moment to like, okay, well, here's my six-week period. I'm going to get my steroids in and get myself back to normal. Then we'll start training camp. I agree. The problem is when you go on a cycle, like say if you went on a steroid cycle, your endocrine system shuts down. And so then when you go off the steroids, your body has a normalization period. And a lot of times, I don't know the, the, the hard numbers, but I think what they try to say is it's 50% of the time that you were on the steroids. So say if you were on steroids for three months, you would need a one-and-a-half-month recovery per- period before your hormones normalize. Oh. And sometimes you need help getting your hormones to normalize. There's a bunch of things called clomiphene. There's a bunch of different... Which is, is, that all the, is that also illegal stuff? Yes, all those are illegal. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Depending on what you know, what the regulations are and what, what sport you're in. But in MMA, Are, are you into other sports? Do you watch football, basketball, and all that? Or are you, you just know, strictly... I don't even know the rules. I don't know what's happening. When I watch a football game, you're literally a caveman. Blowing <laughs> whistles. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just don't have any room. I, look, I watch professional pool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're one of those. Yeah. I got you. You I must just, love going to Canada. You know, every time I, I go to Canada, Canada and I turn on their ESPN in Canada, snooker, and they, and they got like they got the, the darts, curling. they got curling, they got stuff where I go, we would <laughs> never show this bullshit. <laughs> and you know, I say, can I can I get a Kleenex, yeah. man? Yeah, bro. I feel like I'm nasally. And we just ran out of here. Oh. There you go, nasally. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, so it's me. not that like I don't. I'm a caveman. It's just I like what I, Jesus, Jesus, Eric. I know. Why are you doing that on mic? I got a big nose. Push I'm, that microphone. I'm four, four feet away from the. <laughs> you, but yeah, but you're blowing hard with that schnozzle. You're going deep, son. You just made people throw up. <laughs> Because people listening to the, it's isn't it funny how the fluid coming out of people's noses is so vile. The sound, you know, like when some like you're on a basketball court or something like that, and someone does a snot oh, rocket. Yeah. Oh yeah. You see it like whoa, This, this from the guy that wants to watch blood on people's face. I don't want to watch blood on people's face. I just think that it would be. You a don't more get a thrill out of that. You don't get a thrill out of when somebody gets punched and then they turn around and they're just like they're just like you no, know. I don't get a thrill out of that. All right. I get a thrill out of. Knockouts for sure, and and which is and worse, guys hitting people with big shots. But it's like not specifically about blood. In fact, I think I don't like blood because it gets in the way and it uh, stops fights. Stops the fight. Yeah, that's the argument against elbows. Actually, is that it, the cuts stop good fights, but they also mm. knock people out. Why don't you just throw that out like a big oh. boy? Is there garbage it? over there? Where's yeah. the garbage? <laughs> is this bug- bug- fucking garbage? Just seeing it's it is like bothering you. <laughs> bag of snot. 
I, I double wrapped it. It's right there. Right there. Drop that. I you. double wrapped it, man. Yeah, it's sitting on the table. And that snot's trying to get out. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like alien. It's like. <laughs> I had to get it out. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know how we got from sex robots to snot. It was a circuitous path. <laughs> That's what happens on this uh, podcast, man. Yeah. I watch it a lot. You go, you go from like, I'm like, how'd they get there? Don't, we don't even know. We don't know what we did. We don't know how it got there. Well, I guess I should probably also, you know, plug my, uh, you know, my new specials coming out. On. Oh, is that why you're here? Is that why I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> when is it coming out? And June, how can the Friday. folks at home get it? June 8th on Showtime, oh, American shit. Warrior. I sent you a clip, but That's I know you didn't you watch are, it. American Warrior? Yeah, That's I called it call American. It? Well, with the American, there's, Eric is in the name American. Right. And so I have, I just spell it with a K. Oh, American. Yeah. War, oh, I like. Oh, look at that. American there Warrior. It is. On Showtime. Ah, I like it. That's actually, ooh, dude, that looks cool. Yeah. I like the background. Where'd you film that shit? In uh, Portland, at the Star Theater in Portland. Oh, dude, I love Portland. Yeah, Portland is great. And I, and this one, my first special, The Ugly Truth, that I um, <laughs> I was talking about, uh, <laughs> Kevin Christie drew that for me. Did he really? Yeah, isn't that oh, fantastic? that's amazing. Kevin's so talented. I wanted to be on a road and then like have a chicken next to me with like grenades on it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like we, why the chicken cross the yeah, road? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you a, get it. Yes, Thank you. That's a great picture, though, man. That's yeah, just as he, good. He really he did a great job. That looks amazing. Yeah. So I just in this one I really go for it on this one, man. You know I'm talking about uh, a, a ward show protesting. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the kneeling for the national anthem. Me too. Mm. Tiger Woods. Mm. I'm going in on this going one. Going in. Yeah. Hard. You, so you're happy with it? I am happy with it. Because the thing about, like, one thing that's weird about specials now is that, you know, there's, they have to be, you know, you could tell, oh, they filmed that a year ago or two years ago. And it's like, we're not allowed to, like, you know. Topical shit. Do topical stuff. And yeah. I feel like, because there's so much content out there right now, it's like, get it out there. I want to know. Like, for me, like, I want to know what Joe Rogan thinks about you know, the stuff that's going on. I want right. to see you talk about it for 30 minutes on a, on a national scale. And we right. just don't do that, and we got to do that now. I think we should be doing that because they're putting out stuff so fast anyway. Then it's like it's not like it's not special anymore. You need to stop calling them specials. You know, they're not <laughs> special. Some, what is the name for them if they're not specials, it's right? Just, it's, it's our it content. It's a weird name. It's like, it should be like our conversations. Yeah. So this like is an Eric Griffin conversation. The Rolling Stones don't put out a special. They put out an album. They put out an album. <laughs> right? Like, what do we do? We put out a special. They were that's... special because it was only five of them a year. Right. And you had to be a giant to get one. And right. it was like a, and it was like a, it was like a celebration of your career and your fans. It was like, I've made it. Here's this. Right. So your fans could go, yo, to not fans, come watch this. This guy's really funny. And you now do we're introducing four of them in a career. A career. Yeah. I just, I, this is my second one now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw the first one. You know, you know what I mean? So The first one wasn't that long ago either. It was, it was like no, two years ago? No, it was last year. I, it came out last year, but I taped it the two year years before. ago, a year before. Right. So it took a year to come out. It took a year to come out because they wanted it to come out with the show. Oh, I I'm see. dying up here. Sunday's on Showtime. Um, yeah. They wanted it to come out with the show. And so the same thing happened this year. Like, oh, I'm dying up here's out. You know, and if someone doesn't have Showtime, can they watch it on Amazon no, or they anything can. like Eventually that? Eventually, they'll be able to. But you know, it's one of Is those things you gotta on have demand? Showtime. Yeah, have... yeah, you get the Showtime Anytime app. Oh, okay, Showtime Anytime, and uh, yeah, you can watch it there. And I, I just think that we need to. I, I want to hear with all this stuff that's been going on, mm -hmm. especially with Trump in the Trump era. Imagine like. Did you see what he said today? What? That he thinks he could dude, pardon himself. Dude, there's always. <laughs> 
He wrote pardon in he all caps. He thinks he can pardon himself? He wrote pardon <laughs> in all caps. In all caps, he wrote pardon. Like, this hey, is man. like, like... We did this! Well, people did it. We I did didn't it. do it. I I'm voted saying, for Gary Johnson. He was I, on my podcast. I voted for him. Yeah, well, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you say, well, that's a vote for Trump, really, in this day and age. How dare you? I'm just saying. It's not because it's California, and California went for Clinton anyway. But, um, because the Electoral College. Yeah, but by the way, if they took, if they got rid of the Electoral College, right. then the Republican candidate would come to California, they'd go up to Northern California, and they'd get 10, 15 million votes right. for them anyway. So Northern, yeah. Yeah, Northern California. Well, so Anything between San Francisco and, Fre and uh, you know, all the way down the five to come into here, too. Not just Northern California. Because people think of Northern California as being like San Francisco, but no. No, 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 There's no. hours oh, of yeah. driving above San Francisco. You can drive for eight hours and still be in California. Yeah. Like, that's how California big... is a day drive. Yeah. If you go from Mexico all the way up to Oregon, it's a day. You know, these people that live on the East Coast and Midwest, they, you know, they, they could, in two hours, they could go through four states. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, and those, they have. And it's not us, man. Yeah. Over here in That's why it's tough to. Well, that's why they want to change into like three Californias. Have you heard that shit? Yeah, they don't want to do that shit. They, they're talking about putting it on the ballot. It'd be a poor state. It wouldn't be good because L.A. would have all the fucking money. Yeah, you know, I mean, it would be L.A., San Francisco, and then farmers. Yeah, I think they just want to get it. Would be another. What would they do to the? What would that do to the electoral votes? That's like, a good question. Like we have fifty-five now, so then it would be like what twenty? Like the the main epicenter. Well, wherever there's urban. Ethnic people, though, they're going to not, they're going to draw those. What, what are you showing me, Jamie? California is the fifth largest economy in the world. In the world. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, take that, Uruguay. If we beat out the whole of the UK. We beat out the United Kingdom. Yeah. The United Kingdom is Scotland, too, right? That's not it. just England, yeah, Scotland. Who it. else is it? Is it uh, Ireland? Is that the UK? I think so, yeah. Christ. So, dude, That's a big fucking place. Isn't it like 20% of the entire population of the United States live in California? 13% or something like that. Something or silly. 8%. It's like one in 13. But we don't know the real numbers. Oh, I thought, I thought it was way more than that. Yeah, it's a little bit less than that. Oh, I, I think it was more before, I thought. They think there's 20 million people here. I don't think they're fucking counting. Uh -oh. I, did you ever get, does anybody count you? Did you get counted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, when are they doing the census? counting? They ain't counting anybody, they, yeah. especially all the people that are here illegally. How many yeah. people do you know that are here illegally? I don't know too many people that are here illegally. I used to know a lot of people so that were Canadian. That I'm just so illegal. bougie now oh, that I'm not bougie. even around people that, where, where, where would they be? They don't, we don't run in the same circles. House. Actually, the, the lady that cleans my house, she might be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Blanca. Are She's you an great. apartment or do you have I'm a, a house? No, I don't have a house yet. I'm saving. I'm just. I just. I'm weird about it. I'm just. It's a good I, move. Because I. Good to be I always feel like this job I'm in now is the last job I'll ever have, and I'm going to need my money. Well, let me stop you right there. You're That's a funny dude. Well, and just, you're always going to do well. But you're I still. Do but well. I want to. I want to get the house I want. The, I want to get the house I want to die in. Do you have a podcast? No, I don't. Oh. Time to get a podcast. That's the next thing. I, I'm working on it. Wanna, you're, you're good at this. Yeah, I. I uh, You'd be perfect at it. I know. I'm gonna. You know, we'll be we'll be competing, right? No. <laughs> See, I have everybody on my podcast, I know. man. People that I mean, supposedly competing, but I want them to do well. I, I think there's enough out there for everybody. I really do. I think that this is about up, people's own personal time, anyway. When they right. watch, they listen to your podcast, and then they listen to the next one. It's not like it's. Like it's not live anymore. Nothing's live That's anymore. That's true. Now, That's you know, true. I don't. Thing. I don't even yeah. know when my favorite shows come on. I just put them in the queue, yep. and then I watch them. All my shows come on on Sunday night. That's how I look at it. Right. Because that's when I watch TV. 
Yeah, that's a that's a, a, a unique thing, and most of the shit I watch these days is on Netflix. Yeah, so it's all streaming. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. What a juggernaut they are, huh? God damn. I don't think it's sustainable. God damn, it can't be sustainable. Why is that? Because doing so well. Yeah, but here's the thing: if I drop sixty million dollars, I'm Netflix. I drop sixty million to make a project, right? And you watch it in ten hours, okay. then you then you're like, hey, um, what what's next? They, I bet you, I, I guarantee you, in a couple of years, Netflix is going to stop this. The whole show comes out in one sitting. They're going to probably do it in chunks. Why would they do that? Because you want, you anticipate, anticipation. You're what fired. It, what if it does to your brain. The, the, the boardroom, as soon as you walked out of the door, on. I'd be like, fire him. No, man. Get rid of him. He's retarded. They're spending, he doesn't have any idea what he's talking about. I, no. Anticipation psychologically oh. feels just as good as actual achieving the thing. That anticipation you feel like waiting to see what happens next oh, week. Oh, you're on a Showtime show. I see what's <laughs> going on. This motherfucker right here. I see what's going on. You're trying to like justify being no. on a Showtime show. And you think it's a good thing that they come out on it Sundays. Is. It is a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Mm. You can binge it at the end of the season. Yeah, that's see, not before, good. Before, I like binging. You can still binge. Yeah, but this model obviously is uber successful. Like one of the most successful things Th ever. Then why are they talking about they're losing money all the time? What are you talking about? But they had an article about, look it up. Do Netflix you know how losing much money, money Netflix made? Netflix has but hundreds of millions of subscribers I know, but they that put each out. pay $10 a month. They're, they make more money than anybody. Yeah, but, but they're also putting out money. If they're giving stand-up comics $20 million to make specials. Not all stand-up comics. Well, they, they put out 52 specials. Even if yeah. they, let's say they paid 100000 which I know they didn't. They paid way more than that for each right. of them. That's still a lot of money right there, man. Yeah, I like how you didn't even bother counting it. I didn't like want to count it. What is that, like $50 million? that up too. <laughs> I'm the worst at doing simple math in my head. I'm like, 500 bucks times 25 weeks is, uh, what is that? It's like 15, uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, damn it. <laughs> they, you know, they, they make Stranger Things. Stranger Things is an expensive show. Goddamn good show. And then people watch it in one week, it's over. Then yeah. they, but then you're saying as a Netflix person, hey, what's next? Yeah, but millions I of need people more. watch it in that week. No, and I get those that. people are justifying that $10 you, a month that they spend. That's why they have their content con constantly coming in. It has to keep Netflix coming. Netflix is really close to surpassing Disney's valuation. Do you know how crazy that is? Netflix. Yeah, I did a Netflix profits? special, by the way, in 2005. Oh, shit. Yeah, I you did, won the OG I was, originals. I was OG, son. Are you imagine you didn't yeah. get $20 million, though? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm happy. <laughs> but that that's showing you that you're incorrect. Netflix is making shit tons of money. No, no. Just because they're valuable doesn't mean that they're making a profit. Yeah, they're taking on debt, so like they're playing a it's business, so... But how yeah. much are they making? It's just like Uber. It's just like Uber. Uber's evaluation yeah, was. I think they took on like another eight million, or excuse me, eight billion dollars in debt. So but what does that mean, though, when Thank they do you. that? But is it based on their earnings? Like, because they, if, well, aren't they making billions of dollars a year? Yeah, they're making money, and then they took on more debt, so they just reinvested it back into the company. Like, right. they're not really interested in turning a profit. Maybe for twenty seventeen, they're looking more into like twenty twenty five. That's what I'm talking about. Is that man? true? Do you know what you're saying? Did you guess? It's not sustainable. No, it's but hold on a second. But how much do they make? Let's find out instead of just guessing. Just not that I'd give a fuck, but obviously Eric oh. does because he's so invested in Showtime. Oh, this guy. And this model of what does Showtime do to you? See, this I is like, like that time. That time I saw you. My Netflix special <laughs> that I did in two thousand five. We actually sold to Showtime once See? I got the rights to it. And then it there you go. Went back to Netflix. Kid. Oh. Well, it's well, one of them licensing deals. Well, now I, my licensing deal is just gonna. I don't know what it's gonna be. I don't know. My first special I did with Rooftop, which was now owned by Amazon.
So I think you can get the audio. Well, that's good. You can get the audio on. I think Amazon's well, going to buy Netflix. Watch. Look what Showtime has done for fucking Sebastian. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's not a bad place to be. This is not a bad place. I love it's a Showtime. Great place I'm to in, be. They, they, if Showtime wants to be in the Eric Griffin business, I'm all about it. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. You know, Look, so Showtime's great. Don't I'm get actually me wrong. So my special comes out on Friday, but only 10 minutes at a time. So then next week. <laughs> <laughs> be in the middle of a bit. And this yeah. is what I think about Bill Cosby. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Tune like, in next week. Hey, that might be the new model, man. American Warrior. <laughs> episode two. Uh, we gotta come up with, dude, you gotta come up with some kind of gimmicks. Like, it's like no. there's so many specials just, out there. Just keep swinging. That's what I'm doing, man. No. Look, it's just me on stage. The, the, there's no skits in the front or the back end. Good. There's none of that shit. It's good. just Did anybody introduce you or just walk on stage? No, somebody introduced me. New shit is just walking on stage. Oh, and that's, that's you, man? That's how you're doing it? That's all I do. It just turns on? I just walk on stage. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be the next one. No introduction. I did introduction last time. I'm like, you know what? That's a waste of time. Just I need. I, I feel you, like, especially when you have to cut it down. Mm-hmm. I had to cut out nine minutes. Yeah, it's tricky, right? Nine minutes. People yeah. don't understand how long nine minutes yeah. is on a on a in, for comedy. Yeah, that's yeah. a long ass time. Many, so I was, I was shooting babies, man. How many did you film? I did twice. Twice is good. Yeah. I, if I had to do it again, I would want to do it four times. That's what I do. And I would take the two second shows, be mm-hmm. the one. Mm. You know. Well, I did four. Um, but last you, time in San Francisco, my last one, and then this f- one in Boston, I did four too. But you got four money, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to pay more. Yeah, you, got, yeah, more. you got that four money. But you know what? For me, it was like uh, I it. know you want to be loose, yeah. and because of that, mm-hmm. I was looser in the first show oh. than I've ever been because I knew I didn't just think I had two barrels. My, I was tight as fuck yeah, in my first show problem, here, and it was in a crowd was it was, yeah. it was in Portland, you know. Yeah. So it was like these liberal, pretentious Ooh. white people. And you're talking about, and I'm talking shit. about all kinds. Of, it was man, and yeah. you have to you have to own it when you talk about this stuff. You got to own it. You do have to own it. Unapologetic, right? Yeah. That's how you have to do it. So the second show I was so loose goosey and you know i thought i thought i think i captured something here yeah portland's an interesting place because it's it's real liberal to the yeah. point where they go so far left that they're like militant in a way yeah 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 but i had a great time there man i was i had a great time there last time i was there i was there like six months ago mm-hmm. i fucking loved it do you find it like out there it's you, you know in this trump era I, I find that comedy has been challenging it's definitely, it's, it's not just the Trump era, it's the era of outrage. Yes, yes, yes. But, that, but, but what I'm saying is, I find that Trump people are angry winners, you know? Ooh. They're angry winners. Like, you won. Yeah. Your guy's in office. They're gloaters. They're gloat, And then like, you say yeah. anything and they're just like, fuck you, man. Oh, if you say anything bad about oh, Trump. It's, it's I, crazy. I, I have. They you fucking know? come hard at you. They come hard. And but, I get it. I get it. That's your guy. Right. You know, that, if that's your guy, that's your guy. I get it. Well, he's but then the, the king liberals, of the assholes. But the the assholes have never been represented before. <laughs> For that, real? Well, I don't know. I think there's been no for real. Quite a few. Not assholes. by a politician who's overtly uh, assholeish. Yeah, he's de- definitely. When, it, when has that ever happened? Yeah, I know. Never. And he's. In- I'm a very stable genius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calls himself a stable genius, dude. That tweet is du- is dark. Where he says, "I have every right to pardon in all letters, in all capital letters, myself." I, I looked at that this morning, and I, I got sick to my stomach a it's little bit. It's just a guy that doesn't know how to do the job. And it's not his fault that he was given the job. Like, well, he, he was the won, best. He went after it. I know, but he. And, what, and what it's, his, it's not his I'm saying it's not his fault he was the best candidate in the Republican Party. 
Like, they should be right. the ones that should be ashamed of themselves. I was watching uh, the Trevor Noah show, and he was showing this clip of Trump at a rally. This is not – he's already won. And he's up there saying, you know, I, uh, I, they, they told me to say drain the swamp. Right. I didn't like it. He's saying this. I didn't like that, but they said it would work. It would stick. Like he's even, he even has contempt for the people that believed the bullshit that he was saying. He has contempt for them by just going like, you know, I said these things just to get elected. And it worked. And like these other people, they just were horrible candidates. Kevin well, Christie yeah. and uh, I, like, and so he was uh, Chris Christie. Chris, I said Kevin Christie because yeah. he was on my mind. The guy that drew my <laughs> <laughs> the awesome artist, the awesome artist. Yeah. So he, you know, Kevin Christie's right now listening to this, going, "What the fuck, fuck did I do? You, yeah, you what did I do? I know. I drew that awesome. I didn't cover run for, for you. office. Piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm grateful, motherfucker. So well, why wouldn't he be an asshole? Why wouldn't he be like a sore winner? You know well, what I mean? He's a gloater. I get it, but it's the age of outrage, and, uh, and this is like what we're seeing from this Roseanne stuff. Like, well, dude, I've been called a racist more times over the last few days for defending Roseanne oh, wow. and saying that I know her, she's mentally ill, and that she's on all kinds of pills. I don't think she's a racist. I, listen, I'm going to say this too. I think that this is a just because you can doesn't mean you should situation. Can I tweet something inappropriate? Of course you can. Should you? When you have all of these things that you're responsible for, sure, you're the lead of a show. You, you're, you, you know, it's a show, a, a family show. You're on a family network. You have a lot of people's jobs that are depending on you. And I think there was just an error in judgment. Oh, a hundred percent. Now, do I think that she's a racist? I think that I think that if she had just called the woman just ugly. And, and 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 talked about her her job. What would this have been the same thing? But you you had you know it's like if you call somebody a bitch, okay, there's a problem. You people can have a problem with that. You call somebody a black bitch, then all of a sudden that changes it. Oh yeah. If you call somebody a black monkey bitch, then you're like, okay, where's this coming from? Well, a perfect example is Samantha B calling Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt, and she mm -hmm. said it on TV. She said, I mean, that was prepared. Like, someone wrote that out. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a part of her monologue. She said it on television, and then they apologized. They're like, ah, I shouldn't have said it. And, and TBS is like, we're good. <laughs> but the advertisers are not good. They're pulling out left and right. But here's the thing with Roseanne. She's not well. This is a fact. Like, I know, I've talked to her. She's told me. I've talked to other people who know her. i talked to people who worked with her. She's mentally ill. But she talks openly about it. But she's if you're on a not well. Hold on a second. Uh -huh. She's on a host of medications. She's on antidepressants. She's on Ambien. She's drinking. She's smoking pot. She's 66 years old. She's not, she's not well. She smokes cigarettes. She's out of it. Like, she's got real mental issues. Now, here's the thing. If she had problems with her lungs and she was smoking cigarettes and coughing up blood would, would, and, and doing stupid shit like trying to run marathons, would people go, hey, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, you think you can run a marathon? What are you, what are you, are you fucking stupid? No, they, they wouldn't because they would go, oh, she's got an illness. This is why she can't run. This is why she's coughing up blood. She's got a mental illness. She's mentally ill. This but, is a fact. That's why she's on so many different medications. But she, does mental illness... If you were starting to get mentally ill, are you saying that like saying like sort of overtly racist things? First of all, she didn't know that lady was black. That la have you ever seen that woman? She does not look black. She oh. thought that lady was Jewish. When she said Planet of the Apes, she said it because of her haircut because she looks like that lady from the Planet of the Apes. 
She swear she swears and she sweared to me on the phone. This is her, her exact word. She goes, I would never fucking say that. You think I'm so stupid that I would call a black lady Planet of the Apes? She goes, I thought she was Jewish. She goes, look at her. She doesn't look black. Oh, that makes it okay. She's <laughs> it doesn't, but she's she's Jewish too. I mean, that was the other thing. Someone said, Well, look, she did she did this she dressed up like Hitler and had Jew cookies and she was baking them back in the day. But yeah, she's a shit stir. By the way, she's also Jewish. You know, I think she gets a free pass on doing that. But I think that when you make a mistake, this is what's missing from our society now. She made a mistake. You should be allowed to apologize for that mistake. Right. Live with the shame, and then you move on. But what we're trying to do now is remove people yes. from society altogether. Right. Like, I don't want to, like, sit, I'm not going to, like, there's, uh, we're not going to excuse her behavior. We're not even going to say that there's, uh, you know, a, a reason, f uh, even whatever the reason is, all the mental illness and all this kind of stuff, it's still a mistake what happened. She's well enough to work on a television show. So I'm saying she made this mistake and I'm not with, I'm not with saying that she's a racist either. Cause when I, even when I read that, I thought that I don't, as a, I'm just saying as a comic, we say things that the regular person is going to translate the math into like, well, this is because you don't like black people or women or you don't like Jews or you don't like. And that's not how we operate. We're just trying to be funny. We're just trying to be funny. And I think that she comes from an era where this is what you would say to be funny and biting. Yeah. And I think when she looked back on it, she went, oh, I didn't know this person was black. Now, the people out there listening, you can believe it or not. But at the well, same Susan, time, the Susan Rice comment from a long time ago was way worse because she Susan Rice is clearly black. And she did a, a comment a long time ago. I think it was like 2013, but she said Susan Rice is a man with giant swinging eight balls. That's what she said. Now, that is way worse. <laughs> That's way worse. And that is a woman who's clearly black. I mean, you look at Susan Rice. There's, she's not racially ambiguous at all. This other woman, Valerie, I don't know her name, Jarrett. She's she's got straight hair. She's got light complexion. She's a it's thin. All, it's all about intent, though. Yeah. Is what you're talking about, right? Right. Now. Well, it's it's well, her intent was to be funny. She is obviously not doing. But first of all, she was drunk and on Ambien. And Ambien is a class. Uh, Hamilton Morris sent me an email about this. He's explaining it to me, and then I talked to a sleep therapist about it. There, there's a a type of drug that Ambien is that's called a hypnotic. And this is one of the reasons why Ambien has so many weird side effects associated with it. Um, my friend Kevin James. Uh, Kevin James got up in the middle of the night, cooked a meal, went to bed, got up in the morning, and uh, he had, like, uh, his wife, like, confronted him, like, did you, did you do that? He's like, I didn't fucking do that. And, she, and she's like, no, the food's in the trash. Like, you cooked it. You ate it. He's like, I did not. I did not eat that. And she's like, okay, if you didn't do it, who did? And like, he had to like come to grips with the fact that he was on Ambien. He got up, cooked a meal for himself, had no recollection of it, went back to sleep. My mom was on Ambien. She got up in the middle of the night and drew on the shag carpet. She had a white shag carpet in her bathroom with lipstick and with, with uh, nail polish, like a little kid. She goes, I don't remember doing it at all. She says, it's scary shit. I know a bunch of people that have had weird experiences on that stuff. But if you stay in somebody's house and you were on Ambien and you messed up their shag carpet. You'd apologize. You have to apologize but, for it. But this is what I'm saying and with her. And then maybe say, don't she's take also, Ambien. She's also drunk on antidepressants, which you're not supposed to be. 
And then she's smoking pot, which I'm sure you're probably not supposed to do either when you're on those things. And she's an older lady who just got off of an exhausting schedule that almost, she, in her words, almost killed her. She, was, she had bronchitis when she was filming. I'm saying she's not doing well. I, you know so what? she made a fucked up mistake and she apologized, but everybody wants to bury her, man. Right. And, I, and I'm not with that. I, I'll tell you with you. It's like you can't. But that's the society that we live in right now. That's just like jump to outrage right now. But why, well, why, not just outrage, but we want to end your career. Yeah. Like, why do we want to end someone's career for fucking up? Like, it's one thing. Like, here's the thing. Like, if she was not mentally ill, there was nothing wrong with her. Like, say if someone from, let's just pick a sitcom. Big what's Bang a, what's Theory. A, you know, okay. let's say the guy from- Is that on Stevie, Stevie still? What's on TV right now? That's Stevie? Stevie? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a different type of TV? Yeah. It's on CBS. TV. or just yeah, What's yeah. a new one that's on TV? What's a new one? Like, let's say, all right. Neither one of these guys watch TV. Anymore. They don't even have any anymore. It's Big Bang Theory song. Oh, mm-hmm. it is. Okay. All right. Big Bang Theory. If what, that pr- is a pretty blonde girl in the Big Bang Theory, yeah, I don't yeah, know her yeah. name. Yeah. What if that girl gets on t- TV and she's or she gets on Twitter and she says something totally racist, throws some n bombs, you know, like and there's nothing wrong with her. She's like, this is just how I feel. And then they come after and they go, well, fuck this bitch. She shouldn't be on television. She's racist. She doesn't represent how America views people in 2018. She's archaic. Get her off the fucking air. This is, this is, you can't get away with this anymore. This is the 1920s. This is 2018. That would be acceptable. I understand that. If you found a real hateful person, she secretly has like a swastika tattoo somewhere. She's, she's an evil person. This is not the case with Roseanne. This is just not, it's just not the case. She's an older lady who's mentally disturbed and on a fucking host of competing medications for her consciousness. Well, that should be the reason why. She needs help, man. Yeah, we got to get her some help. But it's a crazy thing. It's like she was America's sweetheart just a couple of weeks ago. I know. And now fucking, that's, that's it's how just quick, that's how quickly Everybody hates that's her. That's how quickly. And people are calling me hey, a racist for hey, saying what dude, I said right there. This is not, this is not an uh, unusual thing in our society. Like we, this, go, this, is, this very much reminds me of the Salem witch hunt. You know, this is the same kind of thing. A little bit, right? You know, it's like the Scarlet Letter. Like, right. how, how old is the Scarlet Letter? And we're still doing that McCarthyism, now. Yeah. right? Yeah. This is something that we're, we're, we're prone to it. Do you think it's because people are scared that they're going to get called out on it themselves? So when they see someone is doing something wrong, they go after them, attack them with everything they have to almost to divert any sort of... Because people are scared that people are going to turn on them, especially in this day and age when the people turn on people for... Like, you know the Garrison Keillor story? Mm-mm. He's the saddest story in this Me Too stuff. Because Garrison Keillor is a guy who had the Lake Wobegon Chronicles, is this PBS show, this radio show, is ongoing for decades, and he's a writer, and he hugged a woman. She was, he was consoling her, he hugged her, and apparently while he was hugging her, his arm went down her back, on her back. And he apologized, she pulled away, he apologized, he sent her a letter, he apologized. You know, he said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. She says, "Don't wor- no worries, don't worry about it. Years later, when all this Me Too frenzy, she brings this up, he gets fired, they pull his name off the show. For touching a girl's back, it's, cr- it's like the frenzy was so hot, they didn't want to be accused of not doing anything, so they pulled this guy. I know. And... You know, there is the worst side of it, right? There's the, the Harvey Weinsteins of the world. There's the, there's, the, there's the people that are absolutely monsters, right? There's those people. But then there's people that just got caught up in the wave of outrage. And it's just, it's a strange, a strange time. Like, the, there's no balance to it. Well, the pendulum is going to sw- s- swing until 
you know, our attitudes balance out. I mean, this the fact the Me, the Me Too movement is not a bad thing because it's bringing up some serious issues that we've had. In it's our a society. good thing. It's a great thing to happen. So, yeah. but in the meantime, there's going to be collateral damage for that until we now get back to a time where we can like men will act like gentlemen and we'll be able to have interpersonal relationships with women at work and in a setting and make it professional. But at the same time, we also don't want a sterile environment. You know, when you right. go, when you go to these like seminars, cause like even for our show now, because of all this, you have to have like a, a sexual harassment meeting before you start. Well, they had those in the nineties. Exactly. Kind of. I went to those for hardball show that I was on in 94. But one of the things they always say, cause you can't define this, right? You know it when you see it. Well, that's what they used to say about pornography. And, but that's what we've lost, yeah. that ability to understand that. Like, I think that that applies but legally, to... that's not a good definition. It's a problem. I know, but, but, it, it, but that is the definition. Right. It's the same thing that goes with oversensitivity. Mm -hmm. I think that, too. Right. We should know it when we see it. And we're, we're, not, we're not recognizing that. It's like, you know, you're acting... This is a bit much right now sometimes. Did you hear about the two college kids that got drunk and had sex and the boy, uh, upon waking up and sobering up, decided to preemptively accused the girl of sexual assault because he was intoxicated so he filed and went after her she got suspended from school they had to do it because the, otherwise you know they would yeah. be sexist because they do it all the time if it's a boy and a girl it's always thought that if a boy like do you know the occidental college story mm -mm. it's a pretty famous story from a few years back where these two kids they were in college uh, the guy texts the girl, you know, I'm coming over. She's like, do you have condoms? He says, yes. You know, like, so clearly intent has been established, right? Goes over, has sex with her. Her friends convince her because she was intoxicated that it was sex uh, under the influence. So it was rape. And so she goes to the university officials and they, they suspend the boy. He sues and wins. And the whole thing is, the whole thing is chaos because this kid gets kicked out of fucking school. And, actually, did he win? I need to know that if he won. Let's check I think he fact did. Check. Yeah, let's fact check that. Occidental. But now you got to have a like, but, now to even interact with them when you have to have a notary. Well, that's what they're you saying. Know, is that people so, video I consent to. You know. So here's where it gets even screwier. There was a real article the other day that was saying, "Is it physically possible for two people to simultaneously sexual assault each other?" And they're they're debating this in a college because they're trying to figure out if two people are both drunk and like they get together and they're both sloppy and fucking hammered and they decide to have sex. Do they both sexually assault each other? Isn't this really about choices that we make? Well, it's also about taking responsibility for your actions if you're an adult. If you decide to get in your car and you're drunk and you plow into a bus and kill a bunch of people, no one says, oh, Eric was just drunk. He is not responsible yeah. for his actions. You're responsible for your yes. actions if you're drunk, if you're driving a car and you kill somebody. But the idea is that if a girl comes over your house and you're drunk and, you know, you're not responsible for your actions then, or especially if you're a girl and you're drunk, you're not responsible for your actions then. If you're having sex with a guy, but you're definitely responsible for your actions if you're a girl and you get in a car and drive and hit someone. And but at kill the same, them. but at the same time, though, like a girl, a girl or anyone should be allowed to be with her friends or with his friends, and you get sloppy drunk, uh, and you're protected. People you should take be, care of you. You should right. be. It's not okay that somebody decided to like go sure. further with it. Well, you know. Well. The most egregious case is obviously Cosby, because that was yeah, his, yeah. his thing. I mean, if he d did do what everybody's accusing him of doing, and we have no reason to think he didn't, 
he was taking people that thought of him as a mentor and thought that he was going to help their career and that's right. what, that was his hustle and he would just drug them and they'd wake up with their pussy sore and their fucking pants off and not knowing what happened and be super confused it's horrible i yeah. mean that's that's the worst version that's the worst of it, version right? of it and then yeah. but then it's like you know it, this is one of those things where i'm saying it's like this that, that it's hard to define there's no like real right, definition. Right. You can't put it down in writing to say like this is what this is because then you got a situation where you're out on a date with someone, things are going well, you think it's going well, you get into bed and then that person in what for whatever reason decides, uh, I think we should stop. I don't want to do this anymore and that 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 could be that could be the on the same level as drugging well, somebody. The Aziz Ansari case. Or clubbing them on the head. That girl writes that crazy fucking story. The 5,000 word story. That Aziz Ansari thing is just about him not being a gentleman. Right. That's all that was. Not just that, but she was just grossed out by it and decided to go after him. But, you know, I know I can understand being in a situation like, like you know, people got on the woman because they were like, you know, well, hey, you still blew him three times, right? Yeah. But I understand that being in a situation <laughs> where you're like... You're because this happened to me. All right, I, I I was at a comedy club. You know, I told this girl. This was years ago. I told this guy. I said she was like, I'm coming back to your hotel. Like, you know, I said, no, I don't think you should. I didn't want to. I wasn't like I wasn't. She forced herself on you. It wasn't. I mean, just, let me explain. Imagine if you were a girl. That's that's where it gets really scary. Oh, uh, but first of all, everything she's saying to me right. this whole night up, up to getting to my hotel. If I would have done that to a woman, is rape, a, assault, abuse, like uh, threatening uh, from the jump. So you ever we, heard Ali Wong talk about this? I mean, no. But this is what happened. So I get. I say to her, uh, I was like, I don't think I said I wasn't really into her was, at the time. I wasn't. I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. You know, I think you should go home. You know, and then. She's like, no, I'll walk you to your hotel because we were hanging out. The whole this everybody's hanging out at this place after the Sunday night show. You know, I said, okay, we get to the hotel. I go, well, thanks for walking me, but I think you should probably no. You know, I'm gonna clean your dick with I'm, my mouth. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was like, that's you know, it's like uh, I'll give you a massage. It was all this kind of stuff. Whoa. I'm like, I think you should go. I'm not really. And then I, then my ego kicks in because I'm like, well, you know, all right, you you like me like this, okay? So we get up, we finally get upstairs. <clears throat> I still am like maybe we I, maybe we shouldn't do this, you know. And then she starts to like, oh you're oh, it's because you're not into me. It's because I'm I'm hideous or whatever. So now I felt like oh, I have to fuck her. Oh, <laughs> I, felt, I felt like I gotta oh, do this. No. It's like I had to do this because I don't want to become across like I'm. You know what I'm saying about the reason how I apply this to the Z situation is the fact that. This girl is in a situation where she feels like, I guess I have to do this. Like, I may not want to do it. I don't, I don't it. know. We're, we're speculating. <laughs> you we're, know, I'm just really, saying, I've been in a situation where I right. didn't necessarily want to do it, but I felt like the social pressure of like, right. well, may I have to follow through with what I'm doing right yeah, now? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, that's definitely probably And then happened. in the morning, I had to fly. When we're not even in the morning. I said, we're finished. And I'm like, I said, hey, you know, you got to go because I got to pack. And she right. started to cry. Oh boy! <laughs> and I thought this—if this was happening now, this could be a situation. It could easily be somebody. She could tell her story differently, so we don't know. That's why right. there's no rules. What this lady did was she was aggressive and flirting, and she wanted what she wanted, and she got it. You know, so that sometimes is okay, depending on the person that you're dealing with. But that same situation with someone else, right? Could be no. This was horrible. Right. I I I, I felt I felt intimidated. I felt you know. It's all in how you interpret it. Well, interpret it. Yeah. So, it's definitely. 
it depends on who's talking and yeah. whether or not you're attracted to each other. Like, here's a perfect example. If you and your girlfriend um, decided to get drunk and uh, your girlfriend was drunk and she called you up and said, uh, come on over, you know, uh, you know, I'm horny, I want you to fuck me. If you went over and did it, you would, in some people's eyes, be guilty of sexual assault because she was drunk and she couldn't consent. And this is why I'd never done that, by the way. My, one of my ex-girlfriends was like that. She wanted to get drunk. Really? She was like, I just want to have sex when I'm drunk. You know, I just couldn't do it. I wow, didn't because feel... you were nervous about it? I, it wasn't about, it just, it was just me personally. I, did, I don't drink. Oh, you don't drink at I all? I don't drink at all. So oh, okay. I, I always felt like if I'm not drinking, it just yeah. feels like what if she says she wants to do something right. that like, she doesn't normally want to do. Right. And then she's going to get sober and be like, why did you do that to my butthole or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, why? Did, and you're like, yeah. well, but you said she got, because it will always come back to, well, you know, I was drunk. Right. And I didn't really mean, I didn't, you know, then I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the choice maker in that well, that's situation. that's the best thing about not drinking, right? In that situation, if you don't drink, you never have to think like that. But, but that's why sometimes I don't want to hang out. That's why sometimes I don't want to hang out with people that are like, that get, Right, dumb drunk. You're out, and then then I become responsible. Oh well, well it's the worst when you're sober. Yeah, it's right? like whoa, I don't want to deal because with this because their behavior is so fucking gross. Gross. Yeah, you know. Then you see your friend, especially if you have like a female friend. You're not you're not like that with them. Right. But then you're out, and then she's you know her uh, skirt's Eric. coming up, and you see the creepy guy. You see the guy that she's like, yeah. I think I was just. You're like, oh man, what right. do I do right now? Like if do? I don't stop her from going, and then something happens that she doesn't want to happen, is what it if my you do fault? Stop her, and she's like. You're a fucking hater. Right. I love him. Yeah, he yeah. is so cute. Ugh. And we are going to have an amazing time. And you fucking hater. This, all this Harvey Weinstein and all this kind of shit, it's set, you know, it's set ugly dudes back like 20 years. <laughs> all my advances that I've made uh, with hot chicks has just been like, I'm so glad I have a girlfriend during this time. But you're not in a position of power. Here's the thing. It's not about ugly. It's about Harvey Weinstein being in control of a studio. Exactly. And, and scaring all those girls into fucking him and allegedly raping some of them. You know, I mean, I yeah. don't know what he did or didn't do, but he definitely did a lot of shit. I wish, I just wish that a lot of these people, I wish it's too, maybe now people will have the courage to like, come out because it, oh, sucks. Certainly Cause it sucks to hear about like you know this happened to angelina jolie and right. then like oh so then she there was a certain time when she was like right the f most famous woman in hollywood and she didn't say and still didn't say anything yeah. so well, it sucks that we live in a blackball i know it sucks that we live in a culture like so the, maybe what that's why some innocent people are getting getting caught in the crossfire right. so we can w obliterate this sort of behavior and attitude yeah. from our culture. But in the meantime, while we're going through this, there's going to be some keelers and there's going to be some people that yeah. are going to get caught in the crossfire. Did you ever drink? No. Never? No, no, no. I never I never wanted to. Um, when I was in high school, you know, I had, you know, friends would drink and stuff and I just, I, it wasn't, I didn't like to taste, you know? Right. I would taste, I had half a beer at a party one time and I was like, what? <laughs> this is disgusting, you know? And then it was, you know what really decided it for me? It was like the t 1999, 2000 New Year's, like going into, you know, mm -hmm. Y2K. Going into that, I was at a party that I was like, I never want to be like this. People were hammered. Just. That was a weird one, right? Everybody was super drunk on Y2K. They thought it was they the end. They thought it was the end of the world. <laughs> the power was going to shut off Dude, forever. I was taking care of somebody's baby. What? You know? Yeah. Because that's what they, 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 at this party, I had Wait a baby. A Who the fuck gave you a baby? No, I was taking care. Because they were drunk. Everybody. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was at they a party. They got drunk and left you with their baby? The ba I had the baby. Come on. And, yeah, it was a crazy party. Who the fuck are these people with a baby? And I stopped. And, that, and the, the husband, he's. That poor kid is 18 years old now. <laughs> 
confused as fuck. <laughs> in the back, Griffin was babysitting. Yeah, me I was back babysitting a baby. I'm taking care of people. So I, then, then I, you, you hear these room, you hear these stories about people die because they're choking on their own vomit. Yeah. So like, there's people that are like passed out like this. Right. So I gotta turn people to their side. And oh I thought, Jesus! And I said, I never want to be like this. You were turning people yeah, into yeah, holding a baby and it's holding a, a baby. What it kind was of the worst. It was, party? it was a shithole party, man. And you I got invited. I got invited. I you went. Were these the were some of my friends. I was the clean. I was the wolf in this shit, dude. <laughs> I was the wolf. So if you're having a party and you think it's gonna get crazy, you call Eric Griffin and I'm gonna oh come. My God. I'm the wolf. That's the craziest party I've ever heard of. So after that, I knew I didn't want to. So I recently I went with a buddy of mine to on vacation, you know, and when we went, uh, that deal was he was like, "Come on, man, you gotta have some drinks." So I I had like a, uh, had like a banana daiquiri on on a, on a you know, and I was like, "This is okay," and then I had. You know when you go to like you're on a resort vacation, there yeah. always, always be like a special at the bar, you know, like hey, have today's drink. I said I'll try it. I had like fifteen percent of that thing, and I was loopy. Yeah, I was ready to you know tweet racist shit. <laughs> 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 so I was like, I was like, no, nah, not. Nah. What about weed? No weed either. Never. 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 My current girlfriend, she loves weed. Ooh. So I tried one time. Yeah, did you get nervous? And I just, I was like, yeah, I was like, Freaked I don't out. like this. I was like, how do you? I can't be Whoa. like this. You know. So I, that's why Vulnerable. I do. If I didn't have Joe, if I didn't Eric, have comedy, what would you do? I'd be a crazy person. Well, you're a crazy person now. You're just you're calming it down with comedy. I, but you're a good crazy person. <sighs> you're a very I, nice guy. I legit need comedy. I, 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 this sounds like one of those cliche type of things, but I, I rely on it. I, I go to therapy. You know, I go to therapy, and it's been great for me. You know, it's really been great. I love going to therapy. I love because I feel like I can talk to somebody and then intellectualize things on a level that like right. you can't necessarily do with regular people. And, and I'm someone not who judged. understands human nature. Someone can, un- yes, yes. Yes. And they yes. can go over all yes. of why you did this or what what was the insecurity that triggered that. Boom. And yeah. it applied. And I've learned things about myself. I'm learning mm. things about like. Like I was an only child, you know, single mom. So mm. there's all these things I've learning about, like why I interact with, you know, my girlfriend the way I do because of my mom and like, you know, my friendships and why I get angry about certain things. Mm. It, it applies to things on stage. Yeah. Like, you know, so I'm really why I have so many of these types of relationships in my life where people are like, you know, needy. Right. You know, like I, I find myself being like the one that's trying to help. I don't have a lot of equal relationships. I, mean, I learned all well, these you things. You probably felt vulnerable as a kid. And when you see vulnerable people, you want to help them. Yes. Because you can relate. And my mom, too. My mom went yeah. through a lot to get to the States. You know, she was from, uh, you know, Belize, you know, in Central America. And, like, just coming here and hearing her stories and, like, you know, having having to, like, be somebody to take. I had I was 15 years old having to take care of my mom. Like, you know, right. you know her emotions were. were and, I, and so then I that had an effect on me, you know. But I didn't learn this until I was able to go talk to a professional. Are you close with your dad? I had never met my dad. You know, wow. single parent. You never met my dad. So, thanks for bringing that up. Um, have, I don't know mine either. <laughs> Mine's name is Joe Rogan. <laughs> Shit, he's out there yeah, someplace. He's out there. Yeah, I've never met my dad. And then I thought, people, did you ever want to meet your dad? Did you ever see? You know, what's funny. Mm. My mom. When, I mean, I met him. I knew him until I was like six. Oh, that's worse. I never knew. So I think that that's when you, if you know him a little bit, and then they're gone, that sucks. 
the but, good but thing if, is it, it made me realize that you can't count on people, but you, you can but count on trust some issues, people. Man. I de- definitely that's trust, trust issues, issues right time, there. But become someone that people count on right. and count on people. That's what you do. I have a tight group of friends. Yeah. Like me and my friends are very close. I get like, it. I would do anything for my friends but, um, and family too. See, I have a certain, but, there's a certain level of loyalty that I have. Because of that, because too. Because of that. Yeah, well, you understand it. Whereas yeah. someone who grows up in a big household filled with people and the family was always there and everybody was there, you might take people for granted a little bit. You know, whereas for me, uh, camaraderie and closeness and all that, that shit means a lot to me. It's very, very important. I remember asking my mom about my dad when I was like, I don't know, 17, 18, you know, and she got really offended. You know, she was like, I raised you. And, you know, oh, and that made me think damn. like, I was like, but women have their secrets. Like they have their things, and I didn't want her to. I never. I don't begrudge her. Pry. I didn't want to pry, and I didn't right. want to find out. Like she, maybe he wanted to be in my life, but my mom was like, right. "No, who knows? You know, yeah. she. They could, my mom. She could have been vindictive like that, but I don't know. But I didn't hold it against her. But she told me his name, and she was like, "If you want to use this on your own, you know that kind of thing." Mm-hmm. And I had the name for like a week, and then I forgot it, and that told me that it didn't matter. So mm-hmm. I had ever since I never worried about it. Good for you. Yeah, it's. There's some people that it bothers them for their whole life. And Tell look, you one thing will happen about, though: when you have kids, your bond with your kids, it's like it's. I mean, I I would assume that everyone's bond with their children is very tight because it's a, an unbelievable love connection that you have with children. It's like a true unconditional love. It's not just true unconditional. It's like they they're a drug. Like they give you they give you love to the point where like. My daughter, my my youngest, was we were playing the other day in the pool, and there was a point in time we were just laughing about something together, just laughing, and I'm looking at her face, and she's laughing, and I felt like I was on drugs. I was like, <laughs> yeah. the love that I have for these people is so it's so intense. It's it's it's, and it's also I didn't get that when I was a kid. I didn't I know exactly you know, what you're saying, man. My parents, my you know, my mom worked. My stepdad was a really good guy, but no one was ever around. You know, there's just, there was no, and when they were done working, everybody was tired. You know, I was a latchkey kid, you know. When, you, when I was like seven years old, I lived in San Francisco. I would go out and do a magic show on Fisherman's Wharf by myself. Just wander around the city. Just They would open the door, you'd just leave. Seven. I, I can't a, imagine that. I spent a lot of time by myself, too, because my mom was working and like and she was by herself. Trying to, uh, trying, yeah. trying, to like, trying to make it, trying yeah. to make sure that I had a good life. So yeah. I was just by myself, you know. Eric, if you have kids with this young lady or another young lady, your connection with that kid will be, it'll blow your fucking mind. It'll change who you are. I feel like that's what I've been lacking. That's why I've been more open to, you know, thinking about these kinds of things. You seem like a dad. Yeah. Well, because I'm looking, I'm picturing you a dad right now. But my whole life I've been like, you know, I've been that role for so many people in my life. Right. You were holding a baby and turning over drunks. I'm taking, yeah, man. I've been taking (laughs) care of people. people like pancakes. I've been taking care of people my whole life, man. It's crazy. (laughs) So that's why I always feel like I always feel like yeah I've already had one of my best friends in the world is like someone that I that that's like I've I've had to take care of you know he's had a little drinking problem and Mm. yeah but I've been there the whole time and I and even though people would be like you know you 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 have to like you know know, that people that think that you know you have to let them hit rock bottom get but I'm just not like that yeah I've been through that too I had a very good friend of mine it's my best friend who died of heroin and uh, he was um, 
uh, always fucked up. There was always something. It was always he had a crack problem for a while, and then he got on pills, and it was he was either snorting it or it was, t- it was like he re- already lying very much reminds me of this guy. And and Joey Diaz did a little bit too. Mm. When I first met Joey, it was like right after my friend Johnny. Well, it was right before Johnny had died. Johnny was still alive, but I had known people like Joey because of my friend Johnny. But um, you know, it's just. I always was there for him. I was always trying to take care of him. I was always trying to help him. But it was just, he was always, there was always something going wrong. And it never, And but there was these brief moments, man, where he'd be fine and we'd be laughing yeah. and we'd have the best time. And that's why you fight for it. It's those yeah, times. Because I was always, I was always thinking that one day he was going to get it together. I had the same thing with my friend. It's like, it's still going on with me right now. It's like, you know, you know when you have, when you deal with someone that deals with depression, real depression, yeah. you know? lost his mother and you know and how that affected his whole life and it's like so i'm there and he's younger than me so i I feel this mentorship and i just feel like a loyalty that i just can't shake right so i you know so that's that and i know when i so when i go to therapy i i i want to ask why am i this way right you know and then i realize that comedy has been dampering my own depressions or my own uh, feelings because I feel like I'm dealing with it in some way. So sometimes I go and talk about things and I talk about things in a way I, I just no holds bar because I, I want to I get this out. Right. Like, hey, I feel like this, you know, or, or if I don't like something and, and then combine that with we live in a society right now where people don't want to necessarily hear an opinion that is not theirs. Well, there's definitely a little of that, right? And so then therefore we get this like, it, it becomes, it's, t- it's tougher and tougher to do what we do, but it's not going to stop me from doing it. But it's, it's sweeter and sweeter when you pull it off, you know, especially yes, if you pull off man. some controversial shit. Yes. You just got to navigate the waters That's a little bit. That's exactly careful. what I feel like I've been, I've been doing. And I think I did it with this special. I think I, I tried to talk about things in a way where I was like, okay, you may not agree, but you don't have to vilify me. You right, know, you don't right. have to like, you know, you know, but I'm, anyway, it all goes back to like, you know. Uh, like who we are as people because of like our our, our parents you know right. you know and it's like I my I love my mom I love my stepdad stepdad's a great guy I'm glad he's in my mom's life you know they're off in Spain right now they moved to Spain like a like I say like a year and a half ago and so they're there you know and uh, I'm I'm happy that she's happy in the later part of her life that's awesome you know yeah that's I mean look man at the end of the day it should be just about enjoying this experience just having time with people you care about and enjoying it and it's Hard to figure out what it, I mean. We're very, very fortunate in a, in a lot of ways, but one of the big ones is that you and I found comedy. And yes, you imagine. I mean, don't you look I at other people sometimes and go, "How the fuck they live without telling jokes, <laughs> dude? How do they live without killing, <laughs> dude?" dude. <laughs> when I see some bullshit happen on TV, I go, "That guy needs to go do an open mic set." Ah! You know, you need to go get that out, man. Go get that out. Well, you know that feeling that you get when, like Friday night in the OR, you just smash. And you get off stage, you're like, tell me there's a better feeling out it, there. Because whatever I was feeling, it all yeah. goes away. Yeah. Or, But that's why I feel like, I do think, though, that sometimes we're like putting a damper on it. And it doesn't necessarily go away, but we found another outlet to right. get it out. Well, you just got a little happy pill. It's intoxicating, pill. man. You're taking a little happy pill. Yeah. But, you know, like, there's, there's happiness and all sorts of things that you enjoy doing. I, I find up, I've, I try to fill my life up with in activities that I enjoy doing. But family's a big one too, man. Family is, um, it's a, it's a different thing, man. It changes you. you know, and I'm all, I have all daughters, and so my house is all, it's so feminine. Everything's female. <laughs> it's so, it's so, I mean, I talked about it on my special. 
about you know the Bruce Jenner thing about you know like that uh, my last special the one before this one that it's just that if you live with crazy bitches long enough eventually you become one yeah <laughs> but it's like I'm I am becoming like more uh, I'm more you're the more feminine you're with the more feminine version of yourself oh my god I'm so much more feminine than I've ever been ever so much more in tune with how girls think so much more tolerant. Of like nonsense talk, because yeah. like when your kids a... are talking nonsense talk, it's just different. But it's just like you realize, like if you and I'm, if I'm around like women when they're talking together, and I'm an observer and I watch them, they just talk about different shit, man. <laughs> I mean, they're and and then when you as we've just talked about different shit yeah. for like two hours, <laughs> yeah. But with you like try to interject, interject and go, hey, 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 did you guys see that bare knuckle boxing fight? Yeah. That was fucking awesome. Like, ugh, yeah. let's get away from this <laughs> yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like for them, what you're interested in is stupid. And for them, you know, they they want to talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about that they're into at the moment, whether it's shoes or the royal wedding or whatever I mean, the relation, fuck it is. Relationships have, have been in a relationship for this long now has taught me patience. Patience. It's yes. taught me patience. Yeah. It's taught me like, yeah. you know, that, 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 that to accept the double standard, that, that things aren't supposed to necessarily be equal, that they're supposed to be. Like, I always think that it's like a, one of those scales, you know, and you put stuff in the scale on this side and she puts different things but that's how you balance out. Mm. But they don't have to be the same thing, you know. People don't give love in the same way, right. so you shouldn't accept. You shouldn't expect it to be the way you give it. But that becomes a problem, you know. That becomes a problem. I had a girlfriend once that she she didn't express love in a way that was like hugging, and she didn't want to do it that way. She wasn't she, affectionate. She wasn't affectionate. She like she buy me a TV or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but. And I That's so weird. And I understood though because right. it was because her family wasn't like that. Her they weren't. Wasn't hugging. They weren't a huggy people. But mm. I was. Don't you feel sad for people like that that aren't? Yes, huggy? I do. I do. Because we need human inter inter yeah. interaction. We need the connection. We need to, you know, we need to feel. You know, yeah. we need to feel that. And then, and we also need smiles. We yeah. need smiles from people. I always tell yeah. my girlfriend, like, you know, the you're the most beautiful when you're just like happy and smiling. Because the moment she isn't, it's like, what did I do? <laughs> You know? That's half of a relationship. Ha I know. Wondering what you did. What the fuck did I do? And wondering if she's mad. Is she? Is she mad? No, what no, did no, I how, do? About, how about this? I know she's mad. What did I do? Or or what did she think I did? Preemptive. Yes. Like if I do that, will she get mad? Oh hmm. my god! How do I know? It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Da Vinci Code, man. We're just trying to figure out. And that's what I'm learning with her. But I remember I was uh, was with a girl that I was dating at the time. I was in my 20s. I was very young at the time. And uh, I was with a couple of my buddies. And we were talking. And this guy was – he was bringing up that this guy was having some crazy problem with his girlfriend. And I said, oh, yeah. I go, she's – I go, she's crazy. And here's the problem. He don't want to get rid of her because she's fucking hot. Yeah. And I go, she's like – was that girl from Real Housewives? Not Real Housewives, Desperate Housewives. Terry, what? Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. This was back, like, she was in one of those fucking movies, one of those summer movies way back in the day. You know, Terry Hatcher's a few years older than me. So this is like, well, I'm talking, this, we're, this conversation took place in the 90s. So I, I think the way I described it then, I said like a young Terry Hatcher. And this girl got so mad at me. <laughs> she got so mad at me that I used Terry Hatcher, a young Terry Hatcher, to describe beauty. And I, I remember sitting there going, "What? Yeah. What did I just? Like, Ugh, you're just, you're you're such an asshole." And yeah. I'm like, "What did I do? I was talking about this guy's got a girlfriend who's hot. 
She's hot like a young Terry Hatcher. There she is. Oh, yeah. Dude, Are you she kidding was me? stupid hot. Like, I confusing hot. <laughs> but she was in, like, some movie where I forget what the fuck the premise of the movie was, but there was a guy in the movie that couldn't, couldn't deal with the fact that well, she that was, was too hot. Confused. Anyway. Um, my point is... This I didn't get it. I was like, "What did I do wrong?" Of course, I she was mad that I didn't use her as an example of someone really hot. Oh God! Sometimes but I, she was mad. No, you know what? Sometimes I know now. See, here's a problem as comics. Like we are like, uh, you know, we like to think in logical ways, but we also like to analyze things. Yeah. So like, you know, so like she asked, like, "Oh, if I feel ugly, you have to be like, you have to know at that moment." Oh. Is she fishing for me to say compliments? Compliment, yeah. or, or if like, or like, she just woke up, and sometimes you just you you have to just be like, oh, you look so great today. Well, I think you got to preemptively just throw those in there, just 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 fucking decorate the plate with. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, parsley. Though, and, 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 <laughs> and you know what's weird? She knows you don't believe it. At what? this particular time, you don't think she's beautiful? No, don't no, 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 do this for me. And some girls don't need that shit at all. Some girls just don't need it. They're like, hey, save they that something stupid else. shit. They, save they, those are the ones that need something else. They need some dick. <laughs> those girls are like, you save that. You save that and get that dick ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, you know, it's, you know, dating a girl in her 20s is, is uh, you know, that's why I had to start doing boxing. Cause but do like, you think you would be I'm not 15. <laughs> right, you <laughs> so gotta like, get I, fit. Yeah, I gotta like, you know, I'm like, I got, the things I have to do, I have to like work magic, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, man, because in a few years, I mean, that's the thing is like there's a, a definite deterioration of your physical being as you get into your 40s. Yeah. If you don't keep up. I got to keep up. Though, if you keep I know up, I'm not. Look at me. If you keep it up. Comfortable, fun, cuddly guy, but I got to get I got to get there. It's so it's in my problem. I put I put on weights. I, I walk by a donut shop and I'll gain like two pounds. What do you eat? I just I, I eat horrible. You eat horrible. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so your diet's not good. My diet, I gotta get my dieting gear. Well, but I don't mind. I don't mind eating well though. No, my, mm -hmm. my problem is this: if it's in front of my plate, if it's on my plate, I'll eat it. So I have to cut down on what's on my plate. Well, when I met you, you were thinner. Yeah, but I my weight has always fluctuated. You know why? I I remember this. I'll never forget this. We both our good friend Ari Shafir. I'm in the hallway at the comedy store. I just got back from the Middle East. So I was eating like a fucking Arab prince over there. Just, <laughs> just a fat fuck when I came back. I'm in mid-conversation with Ari. And in the conversation, he leans over and, and he grabs my cheek. And, <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about... Like he, he, he grabs my cheek and he goes like this. He squeezes it and he goes, hey, what's going on? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I went to the gym the next day and I signed up with, yeah. a, with, a, with a personal trainer. Like that next day because the way he did it, mm -hmm. I, I was like, oh shit. It was like I forgot. So I had to just get back to it. I just been comfortable. Well, he's a comic. Yeah. You know, he saw a vulnerability. He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he attacked it like a, the devil that oh. he is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, just I hire see. a trainer. But the thing is, man, just, I do, I'm doing the boxing, man. I just started the boxing. You I'm, can you can get someone to do like meal plans for you. I know. That's you the know, next there's thing. a bunch of those companies that'll make you healthy just meals. Send. You keep it. Yeah, you keep them in the fridge. But see, I I want to just do it. I I know I can because I've done it before. on your own. Yeah, I did. I was vegan for a year. Mm-hmm. You know, because I did it. I, oh my god, I was crazy. But you know what messed me up is I did at the end of the year. I did that master cleanse. What's a master cleanse? Remember the master cleanse with cayenne pepper and uh, <laughs> and a maple syrup? Mm, and uh, that's yeah. all you ate for a week? Okay. Okay, that shit. I did it for, you're supposed to do it for 10 days. I got to day five. Then the two days of you had to let your body get used to like having salad and soup. And then mm-hmm. I had a fat burger. Ooh. Like I was bad. I went from not eating meat for a year. But you know what I learned from being vegan for a year is that the meat is not necessarily the main course. It's just a side dish with everything else. So if you have a good thing of broccoli, a good thing of corn, a good thing of mushrooms, and then you have a good thing of steak. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you don't have to have the steak and then have – you can have some great side dishes. Okay. Well, there's a lot of people that eat carnivore diet now. So a lot of people that are eating just meat. Very interesting. I think it's all about a lot of weight. Isn't it all about moderation, man? I don't know. You don't even know. It's it's different for different people. But you work out. You're a workout guy. You got to work out a lot. You got monkey bars out there. I try to work. I've been working out twice a day. Well, there you go. My my main thing is one hard workout a day and one less less hard workout a day. Now, if you think if you didn't do that, that your physical your physical you'd physically change. Yeah. Okay. I would diminish for sure. Yeah. Because when I take time off, if I take time off, I I notice diminishing. Maybe, but maybe that. But also, let's say a, a, a proper average health or even above average health is here, mm-hmm. maybe what you're doing brings you up here. So that diminishing you're talking about is just going to bring you to a more average normal level, but still in great shape. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're, maybe you're overdoing it. I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm definitely asking, not overdoing actually. it because I, I monitor everything. I'm making okay. sure that my health is good and my body's in good shape. But I just know that if you don't use it, you lose it. There's just a fact to that. And when I say I work out twice a day, what it means is usually I'll do yoga during the day, and then oh, okay. at night gotcha. I'll lift some weights. Or I'll run the hills, and then at night I'll lift some weights. You're not or, doing a Navy SEAL workout no, twice a day. No, no, no. One one of the workouts is like pretty calm. The weightlifting workouts are almost always pretty calm, mm. unless I'm doing like a cardio kettlebell workout or something intense. At this gym, they have you could do the boxing, and mm-hmm. then on other days you can come. And you could do like a, a weight training, um, ac- active weights, and cool. that, that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna start doing that one too. I bet a big thing with you is just what you're eating. Yeah, oh, I bet it, that's it's, it, bro. Yeah. The animal cookies, the, the circus animal cookies I have yeah. in my kitchen right now. Not good. It's not good. Not good. But they, they come in these little packs. Mm, I get but it. I, but I have a pack of 50. Bro, I get so it. So every time I have one, I think, well, I'm only having. I get it. You know, so I, I have to, I love to eat. I'm, I'm I just, do too. But the weight get, goes on me so fast, it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Then it just sits in my gut area. Especially as you get I'm older. shaped like an ostrich. It's hard. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm it's big in the middle of little legs. <laughs> it's harder and harder as you get older. I know. Older. It's what's yeah. happening right now. I got to stop. Yeah. Oh, God. That's I why stop. you got to keep up. That's the whole thing. I know, man. You got to so maintain. Lose like it, I maintain. work on my comedy, I have to work on my yeah. physical at the same time. You'll feel better. I'm, I want to feel You'll better. You'll have way more energy. Cut out the sugar. Cut uh, out the grains. Yeah. Here we go with the sugar. That's it. Cut out sugar and grains, you lose 30 pounds. Cut out everything that is delicious. Just eat salads and fish. Eat healthy. Have some red meat. But in moderation. Yeah. Don't eat crazy. I'm all about that. Don't eat that. fries. A lot of chicken. Drink a lot no of fries. Water. Drink a lot of water. Okay. Yeah, fries are bullshit. Yeah. 
It's mostly just potatoes and oil, <laughs> you know. Like, what are you getting out of that, really? Uh, what do you, we, when's the last time you had some fries? The other day. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, I, you I, know I, what I you get out of days, it. They're bro. delicious. Yeah, but you just can't 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 have it all the time. I know. That's the I thing. Had, uh, I had some Moderate, pasta. That's what I'm night. saying. It's all moderation, man. Saturday night, I ate at a nice Italian restaurant. Oh, I had some pasta last some night. Spaghetti with some fucking marinara sauce and some shrimp. It was delicious. We just had the same meal. I had that last night. Yeah. I, some every now and then. Duvalio or whatever yeah. you say it. Diablo. 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 Oh, ah. The devil. The, the devil's the in devil's food. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Tastes good. But I just don't allow myself to do it very often. Most of the time, I eat real clean. Good for you. I'm yeah. I'm trying to get there, buddy. You could do it. Okay, I know. Don't get I've, defensive. Jesus, no, I'm, I'm saying your, I've done it. I'm in your corner. I'm not defensive. You're I'm, all angry. I'm mad you at, see how angry he is, Jay? I'm mad at me because I know I should be doing <laughs> You're ready this. You're to run out of here and go right to the gym. I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm not even going to leave the building. I'm you just going to go. Just go right over there. That's what I'm saying. You don't even have to leave the building. There's plenty of equipment. We could work out side by side. I know. Come on, I should have brought my stuff. You know, I got stuff for you. Of course. This is just me trying to get out of it already. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, I didn't bring my... <laughs> Joe, I got my shoes. <laughs> I didn't bring my orthopedics. <laughs> I, I think for comics, it's like it's, it's, it's important to alleviate a certain amount of angst. You want to go on stage with a certain amount? Where you're upset and you you know you're like pissed off at shit, but you don't want to go upset on stage hating yourself. Right. You know. This is the same thing. I don't like comics that go on stage drunk. Right. I don't like comics. They they need this yeah. alcohol or, yeah. or or people that think weed, like you know they, yeah. people that think weed. Like I'm not saying weed makes you lazy, mm-hmm. but lazy people shouldn't smoke weed. Right. I know what you're saying. Well, as a person who smokes weed, it really bothers me because I'm not lazy at all, and I just I hate that connection. Between lazy people and weed, because I don't think that's I don't think that's what makes you lazy. I no, think no, no. You're just I'm not saying I'm not. I, I agree. That's why I'm saying yeah. I'm not saying it makes you lazy. No. But if you're already lazy and then you do this, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a winning combination. It's not just that. It just looks bad. Yeah. It, and you blame it on the weed. Look at J.R. Smith. I think that I think that was a weed situation. Who's J.R. Smith from the from the? Oh, you don't he even know. He don't even know. Cleveland Cavaliers. Look at Jamie jumps in to press the microphone. I know that guy. <laughs> I know that guy. I know what we're talking about. Is that the game last That's night? the game. How's the game? The game. Cleveland Cavaliers. He did something really stupid. It was like two. It was like three, four seconds left. Their their tie ball game. Right. Uh, one of their other guys is at the free throw line. He misses the free throw. J.R. Smith grabs the ball instead of putting it up to win the game. He dribbles out because he thought that they were up. <gasps> and the look on his face was like that kind of like I've seen this high look before. I'm not saying he was oh, on weed, but no. I've heard stories that he smokes a lot of weed. So, and I'm saying like those weed people out there, like there's an example of it. There are brilliant people that smoke weed. There are successful. Look at LeBron. That's ah! the look LeBron had on his face. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What are you doing? First of all, first of all, how jacked is LeBron? Look at those fucking Dude, shoulders. Six nine two fifty, probably six percent body fat. Look at the shoulders on that. Thirty three years old too, and he's getting better. Yes, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. His shoulders are fucking epic. Yeah, man. There's another picture of him like straight on where he he literally looks like an Avenger. Like keep, he could be like some sort of like keep him the fuck away from Jeff Nowitzki. You know, look at that picture. Look at that picture of them right there. That one where mm. J.R. Smith is smiling. Yeah. Dude, he's weed look on his face. Oh, oh yeah, he's high a- as fuck. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, that's a high guy. <laughs> he I just get gets it. high, and I think stoners that he, understand other stoners. I think that Stoner. he got like a he had a little brain a brain well, slip. I guarantee he did. You know, when people or, are paying you seventeen they, million dollars, or they paid him off to try to drag it into seven games. That's what Jamie oh, thinks. Oh my Look at him. God. Oh, he's high as fuck. Here you look guys go. That's boom. That's him. Yeah, but there's plenty of pictures of me that look like that too, where I'm sober. They, they catch you. You could they just catch look you blinking. You could just look up. 
Jared Smith High, and I'm sure there's a website. Oh, so he smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, there he is. Smoking he's weed. smoking weed. Well, there you go. Well, doesn't, doesn't it, like one of those things that the NBA has it in their contract where they don't test for weed? They, they do test, but it's not as uh, stringent as everywhere. All they the test for weed? Mm-hmm. But these guys are all getting high. Yeah. Like it's, uh, the, Locker rooms Here's been, the thing. Yeah. For pool, <laughs> for, you know, I told you I play pool. Pool, marijuana is a performance-enhancing drug, 100%. It makes my game 10% better. I don't believe you. You don't have to. I'm telling you. Weed does not make your pool game better. It does. It makes you more sensitive. Trust me. There's a reason why basketball players find it better, too. It puts them into some sort of a zone. Now, are you saying that LeBron James needs weed? No. Look, there's a lot of pro pool players who are top of the food chain who don't do anything. Right. But... A lot of guys who like it say that weed bumps their game up quite a bit, and I'm one of them. It makes me play better. <sighs> I'm telling you. You don't know because you don't smoke weed. Can we, you, I need, can, you need to experiment. Okay. I want to experiment. I want you to play. You're going to you, you're gonna play mm, pool. Do you play? So, no. Okay. You're going to play pool sober. Okay. Okay. And then you're going to see your results, and then... See, the problem is <laughs> if I play pool sober and then I smoke high... I smoke pot and get high, I will have been warmed up by the playing pool sober, and I'll definitely play better high anyway. Separate, ex- yeah. separate days. <clears throat> but the problem with separate days is have to, your body has to be like perfectly in tune in order to get real accurate results, because one day I could have lifted weights, which fucks up your pool game like nothing. Here we go. I'm telling you. Do this. honest with you. Just pick two All days. All my best games, I was medicated. Matt Barnes on his game day use of marijuana. Matt Barnes, who will not be in the Hall of Fame, who... No. Is he a good player? He, 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 he's all right. But he's, he's just all player. right. He's a role player. I want, I want Michael Jordan to come out and say that. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to be like, oh, wow. You know, I, want, I want someone like that. I don't, like, no, no, don't, don't tell me what the, the role players. <laughs> but see, you're saying this, though, as a guy who doesn't smoke pot. I, 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 but I'm I telling you, admit, for jujitsu, for jiu-jitsu, it's a huge part of the jujitsu world. A lot of people get high and, and, and then do jujitsu. And they say it makes their game better. What's the practical use of jujitsu? Well, if you and I were in a fight, that I would kill you. That, <laughs> I think you would That's kill me. That's practical. I think you would kill me anyway, Yeah, Joe. but that would be the practical. Okay, so it's just, just for that moment, but in, well, I mean, but in any other time. That, but no, no, it's not just Would that, you want to be high if you were like walking to your car late at night and then three guys came at you? And you would, would you want to, let me ask you, what's the perfect circumstance then? You're, it's late at night, you're headed to your car. I don't think you understand marijuana. Would you want to? I'm just saying. Would you want to? What would, would you prefer? Me. Would you prefer to be sober or high? It'd be I'd be either fine one. with be that. Fine. Yeah. You'd be fine with either one. Yeah. Okay. Good then. Depends. I mean, I'm not going to be able to do anything different if I'm sober or high. I'm. I'm fit. I mean, we're not talking about drunk. Now, if you said, "Would I want to be drunk or sober?" Fuck yeah, I'd want to be sober. Oh no, I'm not. I, I'm if not. I'm, if, I get it. If but, I'm worried about getting hit and I'm, I'm not I'm saying, sure about reaction time or. One of the things about pot is it makes you a little bit paranoid, so it puts you on edge. Uh, it makes you aware of shit. Okay. The other thing is it focuses you like very cleanly on what you're doing. Oh, there's like a lot if of potheads out here just really if you're happy. Drawing, they're already, <laughs> no, I like it. But if you're drawing or music or something along those lines where you're really trying to focus a lot, of, like writing, a lot of people really like it for those things because it makes you really focus on what you're doing. But then Tunnel I, vision. But then I think what happens then is that that's whatever they were doing on that, they don't mm-hmm. apply it to, because I have a lot of, we, we, we all have a lot, we both have a lot of pothead mm-hmm. comedian friends. Yeah, but. And there's some of them I know that when I started with them, I know that they're not doing what they're doing now. They're not, they're not, they didn't ex- keep going, ex- exceed their expectations. And I know part of it was because of the pot. I don't think it is. I think the pot is That's just the something common denominator. they can use as an excuse. It's not. The common denominator is no work ethic. 
Agreed. The common denominator is it didn't And it didn't have, help the work ethic. I don't think it hurts or helps. Well, I think it's just, well, it's a factor. You see a study on this. Yeah, I mean, the, the study would be skewed because a lot of failures that get high all the time would be in the study. Right. But a lot of winners that get high all the time don't want to talk about it. I, like, that, and I, by the way, I'm with you 100% on this. I, what I hate is that the people that don't have any work ethic, they look at somebody with a work ethic that smokes weed and then say, well, look, they made it because yeah. they smoke weed. And I'm like, no, they would have made it without the weed. Yeah, they would have made it without the weed. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> Before I ever smoked weed, I was already on television. I yeah. already had a Warner Brothers CD. As no, yeah, I didn't yeah, start yeah. smoking weed until like 2000. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not anti-weed, but I just think that that with anything there should be moderation. Yes. No, I agree. Like one of the best things I did last year was Ari and Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer and I. We did this sober October thing. Where for a saw, whole I month, saw, saw. no booze, no pot, and we had to do 15 hot yoga classes in the month. And I, I learned a lot in that month. I really did. Are you different? Are you a different person because of it? No, it was good. You got to get out of here. No, yeah, I, I have, up. Yeah, no, I have another. Hours. Really? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's already 220, bro. Yeah, I'm doing another one. I'm going, what I'm are doing, you doing? I'm going, going to see Barry Katz, if you can believe oh, that. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, Barry Katz is a podcast. That's going to be an interesting day for me. What, what, is, what was we, we just, oh. About the pot. But, what, I forget what I was going to say. Stoner thought. No, it's not, uh-huh. it's not whether or not you smoke pot. It's whether or not you get things done. And whether or not you write out what you're supposed to do, whether or not you, you actually try to achieve goals, whether or not you're, you're actively trying to improve whatever you're doing, whether you build cars or make carpet yeah. cabinetry, <clears throat> it's just about whether or not you're working towards succeeding and, and improving. And I, I agree. Listen, I agree with you. I'm not anti-pot. I'm, I'm not. You I agree should, with, but I agree with based you. on evidence of the people that are around a lot of us, we should be anti-pot. I should be anti-pot. Dude, I know a lot of people that were, they were, made me sad. Like, I'd run into them at the comedy store, and they'd be like, bro, you got any weed on you, man? You yeah, got any yeah. Weed? And I'd be like, you're not doing anything. Yeah. You're not doing anything with your life, <laughs> yeah. and you want some weed. Go get a job. Those are get people some money, I see. Get some weed, yeah. But then you also see guys like Ari, who get high all the time, and they're constantly working. Or, yeah. you know, or Doug Benson, who's like the most functional pothead I've ever met in my life. He's high all day. He's uh, a weird one. Or Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So, so there, there are people, but these yeah. are people that are, they are the exceptions, not the rule. I wonder. There's a lot of people on Wall Street that get high. There's a lot of people that are involved in like the tech world that get high a lot. And what, what people think about it is that, look, it's like everything else, man. It can be good for you or it could fuck your world mm-hmm. up. You know I mean? Moderation. I, I think there's some benefit to it. And what the benefit is vulnerability, creativity. It makes you feel vulnerable. It makes you re-examine things. It makes you look at, I mean, people call it paranoia. I just think it broadens your your awareness. But I think as a stand-up, you already have a level of vulnerability just going on stage and talking about things. For sure. So that's like my- For sure, there's some of that. I, yeah. just, I just feel like that's my drug. It's a good drug. I you mean, know? it's it's definitely not one that's going to ruin your life, hopefully. Yeah. Unless you tell a bad Planet of the Apes joke <laughs> on Twitter. Holla. <laughs> On that Aryan Ambien, uh, you know what I mean? Aryan Ambien. <laughs> she got that old school yeah, Ambien. She got, <laughs> she got that Ambien from the motherland. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope she bounces back, but I don't know if she will. Has anybody bounced back from this new era of uh, fucking hate and anger? No one has bounced back. Well, I don't think right? it. I, I don't think like Aziz wasn't taken out. 
Well, I don't think his show was canceled or anything no, like that. No, he didn't that. have a show except the Netflix show, and he didn't do anything to the point where it was like a crime, but a lot of people went after him. Like that Samantha B lady went after him. and Oh, she's know, going hard at everybody. Yeah, though. she's going hard at everybody. And that's, that's, that, her that's, that, yeah, that's her thing. Yes, her thing, yeah. It becomes a shtick at a certain yeah. point. You know, it loses uh, credibility. Sort of. If it, she's if probably, just, she means it. Yeah, you know? she means well. It's I an important the, voice. The problem with going hard on a, a person is you're only getting one version of what happened. You know, like, you're not talking about going hard on a person who committed a crime. You're going hard on a person that's involved in an interaction with two, two people. What I would like to see, though, is, like, someone like Samantha B to, like, ask Aziz to come on her show. Oh, he wouldn't do that. And then him do it. No, but that's what I'm saying is what, right. that's why what we're missing. Why would missing. he do that? Why well, that, would, he, that would be... You she's already attacked it, him. It's all entertainment. I mean, it's like, isn't that know, the whole point of it? It probably hurts for him. Well, unless you know? he can... Unless he can handle himself in that forum. Mm. I would like to see that. It's... I see, even that, I think those forums are hard to do. You know, I did uh, Ben Shapiro's podcast uh, that just aired yesterday. And he has a Sunday special thing that he does, and is an hour long. And every 15 minutes, he stops the conversation and does a commercial. And while I was sitting there doing it, I was like, I really like the guy. I really like talking to him. Brilliant guy. But this is not the best way to stay loose and have a conversation. Like this oh, podcast. Oh, I got you. I get you. This is the best format, yes, man. Yes, it is. The it kind is. of co conversations that we've had over yeah. the past three hours, this is the best format. Because yeah. you just talk. Nothing nothing interrupts you. There's no censors. There's, yeah, there's no thing you have ahead right. of time. Please don't talk about this. Right. And also, like, it's best with friends. Like, you know I care about you. You yeah, know yeah, I'm your yeah. friend. You know we're going to have fun. And there's no, I'm not looking to get you or yeah. be weird with you. I'm gotcha, like, gotcha yeah, podcast. Just, I'm trying to have fun with you, and we had fun, you know. Yeah. And this, this is like the best format to get to understand people. I think what we're missing today in this world, and this is this is just an open thought. People need more opportunities to be cool with each other and less. It take advantage of less opportunities to attack each other. And I see a lot of attacking lately. And I don't know if the, the attacking is because there have been so many egregious crimes that need to be corrected, like Harvey Weinstein mm -hmm. or like, you know, fill in the blank with all the other monsters that have been out there. Jesus. It's late. I know people keep, I'm just... keep texting you. Yeah. yeah your phone's <laughs> on your watch. That is a weird. It's different it's colors weird. all the time. It's always changing. Yeah. Get that X. What happens when you hit that X? You hit the X, and then it just goes to whatever else. I think somebody's listening to our podcast uh, right now, so and somebody texted my girlfriend, and she's like, hey, she just yeah. sent me a text message right now. You better not be married. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, my so point great. is, I'm hoping that it all balances out. I hope that it comes back around and people just... I think Understand that it will. Understand the value in being, just be nice to each other. Just well, I mean, we, we just have to lead by example. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a hard thing. We have to lead by example. And that's why I'm saying these issues that men, as a man, what we're having out here is we forgot how to be gentlemen. We've, and I think that if, like, say, in the Z situation, if he had just been a gentleman. I don't know what he did. I don't I mean, know if he had been in that situation. Well, I read the, obviously, when I read the story, it was just, right. I, I, he, he was trying to get with her. Right. You know, they were texting back and forth, and it was like, yo, yo, yo. They went to dinner. They ended up at his place. And mm -hmm. it was, you know, it was like, maybe you don't bring a chick that you barely know to your place now. Maybe there should be different types yeah, of etiquette. for sure, right? If you're it a guy like Aziz, that. too. But if know? you're a guy like that, I mean, you know. Have you heard Tony talk about Women the, are throwing themselves at you all the time. What are you supposed to do? Act like a gentleman is what I'm saying. Mm. 
Got a got a. That shouldn't be the excuse. Filter. The excuse shouldn't be is like you know like that's like a man way to say it too. Mm-hmm. It'd be like you know you got all these hot chicks like yeah. you know what am I supposed to say no to these hot chicks? Mm. Yeah, maybe you should. Wow, look at you being yeah. all judgmental. Here's the guy who had the girl come back to his place. She was she. You didn't say no to her. Huh? I should have. Huh? That's my whole point. I right. should have. I mm-hmm. should have like stopped it. But I let my own ego get in the way. I let my own like you know insecurity of being like, well, this girl really is into me. So let me let me go through. Just, mm. look, hey hey, just hey, because hey. you can doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you should. should. Let's end it with that. I think we should. And when is your special? <laughs> when is your special? June eighth on Showtime, ten That's p.m. This That's this weekend, Friday, Friday night. June eighth, Friday night. But I'll also be at the Irvine Improv on Friday. Oh, so shit, I, all, all weekend I'll be at Irvine. Damn. So if you want to come see me there, and then Showtime, I'm dying up here is airing right now on Showtime. Uh, episode six will be next Sunday. Beautiful. You know, so uh, check me out er, at Eric Griffin. I love you. Beautiful. Thank Thanks, you, brother. Appreciate you being on, man. Oh, that was fun. I enjoyed Thanks this. for having me. You know what I mean? I really it. appreciate it. We finally did it. Yeah. We'll do it again. Yeah, let's, let's do, it, do again. it again. You should do your own. <laughs> I will. You'll be on do it, it, right? I'll be on it. You'll be my you. first guest on the Eric Griffin Podcast. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I got it off.